It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. But I think the development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object, and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody's checking it out. Over with a rocket or whatever, but incredibly fast, almost a direction. They would do fast to get out I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. Internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's that's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. up this show's live we get together monday tuesday wednesday thursday and we talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about and 7 p.m pacific is the time we begin and of course well what are those things you may ask i'll tell you those things are aliens conspiracy the paranormal the government academia 24-hour news cycle propaganda and the general feeling that we live in the upside down and of course, well, we are streaming. We do the show live to include you. That's part of the whole deal. That's why we've always done it live. It's why uh, it's uh, it's become less of a show, more of a conversation because, well, we get together and talk about things. 
And it's it's a pretty simple premise. We get together, we talk about some of that weird stuff I mentioned just previously there, and uh, we take your phone calls and kind of uh, get together and kick ideas around and and consider whether all these strange, weird ideas are actually uh, really worthy of a conversation. And so I think that uh, even if you live in in the in the peripheral of the conversation of whether it's worthy, I think it's still worthy of a conversation. Is this stuff real? Why do people believe this? Uh, let's consider the possibilities and do a lot of drink in the maybe juice. That's what I like to call it. That's what we call it on this show. The maybe juice itself simply means that we just get together and talk about weird stuff. And it's okay. Remember, uh, part of the, the whole premise here is it's okay to be wrong. It's uh, one of those things where it just is. It's okay to be wrong. And we're uh, doing a lot of that because, you know, it's also part of being right. And that's uh, how these conversations go. So, all right. So we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. I was trying to find some more platforms to stream on today. It seems there's there's a bunch of weird ones, gaming platforms and whatnot. I guess you can stream on Steam and LinkedIn and all kinds of stuff. So maybe we'll try that in the future. I have no idea. But for the time being, it's Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter. And of course, we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And if you want to be part of the show tonight, you want to be part of this conversation, just give us a call. Simple as this, 702-957-1037. That's 702 702- Nine five seven one zero three seven. You can click the Discord link down below at troubledminds.org, actually. It'll actually be on top, not down below. So when you go to the website, on the very top, you'll see Listen Live, you'll see the phone number, and you'll see a Discord link. Those are the three things you need mostly, and uh, if you want to join the Discord, just click that link. You'll get a direct invite, and you could come hang out and be on the Discord with us, and uh, yeah. So that's what's going on. That's what's happening with this, and that's what we're doing. Uh, and tonight, well, of course, tonight. What are we doing tonight? Last night, actually, we had a special Halloween stream, and that was a lot of fun. We had a lot of uh, a lot of interaction, a lot of people uh, hanging out, uh, g- giving us their takes in the chat, a lot of fantastic phone calls, and uh, just just kind of doing what we do, right? Which is having a conversation. And so again, I want to make sure that everybody understands that the premise is the conversation. It's not about who's right and who's wrong. It's not about agreeing or disagreeing. It's about considering, pausing your perception of the world and maybe considering a different version for just a moment, for just an evening, right? That's really what it's about. It's not, we're not trying to get into an argument or teach anybody anything other than to maybe suspend your disbelief for just a moment and consider these things as uh, possibly being true. And that's it. It's as simple as that, right? It's not a no harm, no foul sort of situation. I mean, it is no harm, no foul, uh, though our detractors would say otherwise, but I don't think so. I, I do believe we have the right to be wrong. And that means considering things that may or may not be uh, accurate or correct. And that's what we do. So anyway, if you want to be part of the show, you guys know what to do. And so tonight I was, uh, you know, going through the news as I usually do, uh, as you guys know. One of my uh, my hobbies, uh, as it were, is looking through news cycles and sort of trying to determine, you know, where where it turns. Meaning, uh, it's it's the point where the government or uh, where the you know the militaries or whoever it is that controls these news cycles where they actually take over. And so, if there's some things in the news cycles that are super anti-government, uh, things change quickly, right? Um, and so. 
that's not by accident. <laughs> it's not by accident. So it's one of my hobbies to kind of keep an eye on that and try and just just for for games, um, just for just for uh, you know, like a like a brain puzzle sort of challenge to try and determine when a news cycle turns over, uh, what they're dropping from the previous news cycle and starting on the next because they want to control what we think as part of the conversation, right? So there we go. Anyway, that's what's up and that's what's going on and uh, that's what we do here. So uh, one more time, you want to be part of the show at 702-957-1037. I see you guys uh, on Rockfin and reading all the chat and see you guys everywhere else. So so thank you very much for hanging out with us tonight. But okay, so I saw this article as going through uh, the news cycle there, um, as, I, as I do, as I just described. Uh, there was this article. Now, I thought this was pretty peculiar and it's, uh, it's actually... Not a bad way to start a conversation. And as you guys know me, that's what I like to do, kind of pick out an article and really kind of dig down and look into some of the, you know, more esoteric uh, ways of looking at this stuff, which is kind of cool, if you ask me. I think it makes for good good uh, food for thought sort of situation. So this one is from Business Insider or insider.com. And uh, yeah, the a Reddit user found a black hole, quote, black hole on Google, Google Maps, and users couldn't figure out what it was. And uh, there you go. You've got the photograph. I'll actually make the photograph right there full screen if you want to see it. As always, all the links uh, to, to that you saw where I get the information from tonight are down below. As always, you can always find them on YouTube. I put them there. And uh, for, for obvious purposes, I want you to be able to track down the things I'm saying and go look at these things and see that I'm not just totally making up stuff out of the blue. These are things that have been talked about. These are old theories. And uh, that's part of what uh, part of what we do here. So so anyway, uh, what this is all about is I don't know. Uh, so if you look at this photograph, it appears to be uh, straight from a satellite image from Google Maps. And it does have um, what looks like maybe a triangular shaped island of sorts. Um, clearly out there in the ocean, you can see the ocean around this thing. Uh, but th- then there's this triangular shaped island, it looks like, but then there's a huge hole in the middle of it, like a, a gigantic black, black hole. It looks like a black hole, L- like a triangular shaped black hole in the middle of this island, right? And of course, right, uh, th- so, so clearly... Obviously, we like I said, this is the question show, not the answer show, and uh, we're here to have a good time, not to just put this to bed and say, you know, speculate on what it, what it, what it. This is okay. This is what we could do. Just for instance, we could say, look at this photograph. Doesn't this look like it might be a glitch in um, the Google Maps reporting? And then. All right, maybe, and then the show's over, right? That's that's not what we're here to do. We're here to, you know, consider all the possibilities, no matter how crazy they are, because, well, maybe juice, maybe juice. So anyway, yeah, I mean, uh, clearly you could say this is some sort of Google Maps glitch. You could say this is, uh, some people have speculated that it's possibly a, uh, maybe a military base that's been uh, redacted or kind of uh, blacked out from the, the Google Maps itself. But it does look strange. It's definitely one of those spots that looks like a triangular type island. And it looks as if it's been completely either digitally redacted or as if, yes, maybe there's a black hole there, <laughs> like literally uh, on top of this island. So let's take a look at this article and read just a little bit and uh, keep on rolling with this. Um, 
Yeah, so a Reddit user found a black hole on Google Maps. Users couldn't figure out what it was. There's your photograph. Uh, let's see. For a small group of curious people, uh, here we go. Uh, it's a source of mysteries talking about Google Maps. If you look hard enough, you can find strange images that appear to conceal something beyond reality. Or they may just be signs that Google Maps isn't working correctly. Exactly like we just said. Maybe, maybe not, right? That's fine. Uh, whatever the truth is, the debate it provokes is usually fun and stimulating. This is from Insider.com, and I couldn't agree more. I think that's exactly what this is about, having a fun conversation. So uh, this is precisely what happened when a Reddit user appeared to find a black hole in the middle of the ocean while using Google Maps. And if you look at the Reddit thread, it says, um, here's the actual Reddit thread where he posted this, and the headline is hilarious. It says, uh, just to keep it radio friendly, what the F uh, this looks nothing like an island, is what he wrote on on the the head. I mean, that's how you write a headline, guys. Right? You gotta you gotta drop some f bombs in there, right? I mean, what the f is this? This looks nothing like an island. And there's your Reddit thread. So I'm gonna post this if you guys want to check it out. It's a, it's again, it's one of those things where people are having a conversation on Reddit about this and trying to figure out what's going on. And uh, as usual, right? We're gonna we're gonna do a sip and some maybe juice, and then we'll start shotgunning the maybe juice, and then we'll get us to a. To I don't know to a spot where maybe uh, we have a fun conversation surrounding it, including well, what could this be? Is this uh, as they describe a black hole of sorts? Uh, is this some sort of portal to oh I don't know the hollow Earth, which maybe uh, uh, actually definitely we're going to talk about that tonight and uh, a bunch of this stuff, right? And it's uh yeah I don't know like this is this is kind of one of those things. Um, so so what do you think? So it it, it again opens some some my mind and begs some questions. All right, and so those questions on my mind tonight are are these. So what do you think Google Earth or Google Maps or whoever it is the satellite image providers that show us the information uh, you know on on Google or Apple Maps or wherever it comes from? What do you think they do with like a top secret military base? Do you think they redact that information and kind of scrub it out, blur it from uh, from us seeing it? Because, of course, then you're making like classified information sort of public information, right? So so I don't know. With that in mind, uh, that's one of the questions. Do you think that they do remove information from the maps? Not just military bases, let's say anomalous spots on the Earth itself. And so that's, that's what I'm thinking tonight. Do you think that's a possibility? And if so, how much do you think goes on with that censorship, with that amount of censorship? Because clearly, I think uh, anybody here in you know, the uh, sort of quasi-conspiracy community would be able to say, yeah, I mean, surely there's some sort of shenanigans going on. They're not going to show you everything, right? I mean, they couldn't. They just couldn't tell you what was happening with the... Uh, you know, let's say Area 51 before it became a public place, you know, back in back when uh, 1989, when Bob Lazar came out and said, hey, there's a, a base right there and they fly UFOs out of it. Right. S4, actually, for being completely accurate. But anyway, so so what do you think? Uh, so clearly 1989, we didn't have Google Maps back then, but they cer- certainly had satellites that were flying around taking photographs from way up in space. They had spy planes then, the SR-71, famously uh, snapping pictures from way the heck up there. So I don't know, like how much of this do you think they redact from just public information? And uh, if it is like a, let's say this is sort of a hidden military base or maybe it is, maybe uh, some people have suggested it's sort of a UFO or, you know, maybe a, a hidden alien base or things like this. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly what the size of this is. It's from Google Maps. So this thing is sizable enough to show up. 
And uh, so it's definitely like the size of a small island. This isn't really super tiny. So so anyway, we'll read a little bit more from this, but that's that's sort of the first thing on my mind tonight. How much do you think gets redacted from, let's say, satellite images on Google Earth and, uh, and similar platforms? They're not the only uh, satellite uh, Earth imager in the game. So all of those competitors as well. How much do you think it's redacted uh, for, let's say, national security purposes and the rest of that? But then... On top of that, uh, it's got me thinking, right? So if this is a portal of such or some sort of uh, maybe opening into the Earth itself, it reminded me of a theory. And, well, that theory is called Hollow Earth. Hollow Earth. And so, uh, and Agartha, and there's some, there's some pretty interesting stories that kind of uh, go, go, go along with that line of thinking. So we're going to talk about that tonight. And what do you think about those theories? Uh, do you believe that the Earth could be hollow, that there could be an actual um, Earth, um, you know, sort of a, a different Earth inside, underneath the crust, and uh, there's like a whole different civilization that lives underneath, like Agartha is, is one of the names, and there's some other theories around this, and that's, that's the one, what I'm thinking about tonight, that's what we're talking about. How true or accurate do you think this is? And even if it's like just mildly accurate, how, how large a scale? Let's say uh, if you have, let's say you found a, or, or let's, yeah, let's say you found some, some entrance to like a huge cave system, which has been found in the past, uh, and they have trouble dating them because you can't exactly tell, you know, when those carve, uh, the rocks were carved out sort of thing through carbon dating. So they have some trouble dating these things. But let's say you did find some kind of a underground base, right? Uh, but then how large or widespread do you think those are? Have they been covered up? Are they all over the earth? We just haven't refound them yet. Or do you think it's larger than that? Do you think this uh, hollow earth theory goes deeper and deeper, as it were, into, well, an entire inside the earth sort of situation? And that's, that's what's on my mind tonight. Like I said, this is not the answer show. It's the question show. And so we just talk about these things to consider those possibilities. And that's what uh, that's what's going on here. Yeah, uh, KD, I I copy you that in the chat. I'll try and get some information here. Uh, I think this guy photoshopped it out. He didn't give us the exact coordinates, so I wasn't able to look it up. But here we go. Uh, early suggestions said the island could be a secret military base. All right. So, yeah, that could be right. Uh, so, uh, somebody else uh, uh, commented, looks censored for some reason. This part of the the uh, the hole in the island or whatever this happens to be. Somebody else says, my first thought uh, was that it's censored. Uh, Jazz like log 709 replied. It wouldn't make sense for a natural formation to be black like that in such a shallow, small atoll slash island. Uh, Google often, the article continues, Google often blurs out sensitive sites such as military bases or prison yards, Live Science reported, which we'll look at in just a sec. It does this in order to avoid disclosing information about their location and structure. Okay, all right, that's fine, right? Uh, many theories around the black spot focused on trying to explain the blackness of the image. Somebody said this. Could maybe be an underground volcano, which is what causes the blackness, assuming it isn't a hole. Most likely igneous rock, the Professor 64 said. Some users took the opportunity to poke fun at the post, suggesting that it might be the island from the TV show Lost. Lost. Anybody seen that? I've never seen the whole Lost. I've seen like an episode here or there. And it was a little bit... Uh it was all right, I guess, from, you know, from a small sample standpoint. Uh, I don't know what drew people in like crazy, but all right, that's cool. Maybe maybe this is the island from Lost. And one more time, if you guys are looking at the, the stream, that's what this image looks like, okay? There's a, an island. It's small. It's uh, in shallow water, they say, and it apparently looks like it has no island surface visible. It's mostly blacked out. 
what in what appears to be literally like a triangle shaped uh, triangle shaped sort of black hole. So yeah, all right. Then let's see. Um, what else do we got? Uh, da, da, da. All right. Uh, these uh, these people may be disappointed to find out that this mysterious place on Google Maps is known as Vostok Island. It lies northeast of New Zealand and belongs to the Republic of Kiribati, an island nation in the Central Pacific that includes 33 coral atolls and islands. There it is. All right. So Vostok Island. So we'll get to that in just a sec and all the rest of this. But I thought it was more interesting to, you know, not just try and uh, debunk these these nice theories immediately and say, ah, well, you guys are nuts. This is just a this is this is just an anomaly in Google Maps, right? Sure, fine, maybe. But uh, what, what about the, the other considerations here? With, uh, oh, I don't know, Operation High Jump, with Admiral Byrd, with the Antarctica expedition. And uh, yeah, so we'll get into some of that stuff tonight too. But, but basically, what do you think? Uh, love to hear your thoughts on the hollow earth theory, which we're going to get into after the, the bottom of the hour here and discuss. We'll even get into uh, the Operation High Jump and some of that stuff. And, you know, there's been some very credible people that have discussed uh, holes like this in the earth and uh, describing that they were taken into these areas beneath the earth, uh, either on an airplane or some other way. So it's uh, so I don't know. I don't know exactly what to do with this or how to, uh, you know, how to handle this other than uh, what do you guys think, right? I'm going to keep talking about the possibilities here. Now, as you know, we drink drink the maybe juice on this show and consider all the things. And uh, clearly, there you go, Vostok Island. You can probably sail out there and check yourself or fly over in an airplane or something. But, well, this image on Google Maps is compelling enough for me to bring up the flat earth theory. Or, sorry, not flat earth. I did it. I did it. Hollow earth. Hollow Earth. The Hollow Earth Theory. Okay, so so what do you guys think? If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link, and we'll put you on the show. Uh, simple as that. Uh, okay, so let's see. What else do we got? So let's jump to that article real quick. So here's, here's one from Live Science, and it just goes a little something like this, right? Uh, regarding Google Maps, 15 secretive places you can now see on Google Earth and three you can't. And they've got uh, blurred out and pixelated. They've got the U.S. president, uh, the uh, the White House, of course. They've got uh, the one observatory circle, which is, uh, well, the White House. Uh, okay, let's see. Um, this uh, Users can still the, the, see the slate-roofed 1893 structure and its surrounding grounds without pixelation on Google Maps. Uh, like the White House, the vice president's residence has plenty of off- on-site security, uh, which is pretty interesting. We've got uh, the U.S. Capitol building, which you can see in the satellite images here. And uh, yeah, so, so you know, HARP, uh, of course, right? The High Frequency Active Aurora Research Program and uh, that huge conspiracy that goes along with that. We won't be talking about that tonight, unless you want to, of course. Uh, we've got the Faroe Islands. And what they're talking about here is uh, Volkel Air Base in the Netherlands. They're talking about some of these places on Google Earth that has kind of been scrubbed, right? Kind of been digitized or just made. Um, so you can't really see the details of what's down there. And so there is, there's, you know, this is a cover up, right? This is definitely a cover-up of sorts, but, right, is it uh, for national security? Is it for, you know, what are they covering up? As always, right, the conspiracy-minded's like, where's the aliens, dude? Where's the aliens? But uh, I don't know if it's always as, you know, as as complex as where's the aliens? Just what exactly are they trying to hide here? And, you know, obviously for, you know, prisons and things like this, for prison break purposes of, you know, f- uh, criminals that have networks of lots of money and lots of underlings sort of thing, you know, you could, you don't want to give them as much data as possible so they can, you know, break the prison, um, break the prison open and get the boss out sort of thing. 
But that, so I get that. And, you know, some of these other reasons, but I don't know. Uh, do you think they're, they're hiding up something uh, more nefarious than that? And that's what's on my mind tonight. So what do you guys think? As usual, uh, like I said, it's, uh, it's, it's, I can ramble on and ramble on, and I'm okay at it. But uh, it's uh, much better having a conversation with you. So we're thinking about the hollow earth theory tonight, uh, beginning with this fantastic image of what appears to be from Google Earth and uh, Vostok Island. And it, it, it looks like it's been sort of edited, washed out with uh, what appears to be a black hole of sorts. So it could just be a, a, a technical glitch uh, in the Google algorithm or something that uh, makes it look like a, you know, I don't know, like a hole that goes into the into the center of the Earth itself. Or, well, maybe what if it is? So you tell me. Uh, that's what's on my mind tonight. And uh, what are your thoughts? What do you think about hollow earth that whole theory and uh yeah there you go that's uh that's the conversation and that's the maybe juice and uh looking to hear from you hollow earth the thing or not what about agartha what about people or entities living under the earth itself or how about well operation high jump and the rest of that we're just uh we're hanging out talking about good stuff weird stuff and uh considering the thought so if you want to be part of the show tonight 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 this is troubled minds i'm michael strange don't go anywhere more hollow earth and you after the break be right back Finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, YouTube, DLive, and Twitter, and we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. Tonight, we're talking about Hollow Earth. You think this is real? What about this theory? There's this interesting image anomaly from Google Maps about 
Bostock Island, and it looks like there's a black hole or some sort of redaction happening there. Well, it got me thinking about Hollow Earth. And what are your thoughts on this? Do you think there's something to it? Or do you think, again, like a lot of this stuff, or uh, it may or may be fabricated or maybe, let's say, uh, let's say redacted from history, as it were. I don't know. Uh, like, as you guys know, I don't have the answers to that. Uh, I'm looking, looking to hear your ideas. So if you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Just call in. We'll put you on the show. And uh, I'd love to hear your theories on hollow earth. Do you think this is a thing? You think, uh, let's, you know, let's say... Let's say clearly there's going to be some sort of a civilization at some point that lived underground, but how prevalent is it? How widespread, and do you think it's larger than uh, they're letting on? And that's the question. Uh, let's see. Okay. All right. Cool. So let's uh, let's uh, let's go to uh, as we're taking your phone calls. Let's to our go-, go to our good friend Austin, Austin in Michigan. Welcome to the show, my friend. What's on What's on your mind tonight? This is one of my favorite subjects ever. Nice. So okay. I had to call in. No, perfect. I talked for over like eight hours a day for weeks with a dude that um, was in the military and he was obsessed with it. And he gave me a ton of free books that was like related to stuff. We were going all over the place. But so where are we hitting today? I heard uh, what we're talking about, but where should I start? I don't even know where to start. Just start on your uh, your general thought. Do you think uh, the the idea of hollow Earth is real, and then just go from there? Go with what you know. Yeah, I really do. I am crazy enough to truly believe that there's holes in the poles, and that everyone that gets in those debates about gravity, when I seen like the maps of Agartha, and I heard the alternative view of how that is why we actually have gravity because of like how that works. I can't really remember any of it, so that doesn't help, but it it was very convincing to me. And uh, Admiral Byrd chasing uh, what they put down as Foo Fighters. There's some bells and there's some like discs flying and some of them have different abilities. Some of the saucers had like stun abilities. Some of them seem more equipped for attack. And they're like coming out of the water and they're playing uh, with the planes that were flying and they're, and we were shooting at them and we lost the destroyer. And uh, Admiral Byrd said that he seen like a continent about the size of North America and grassland and uh, down there. And uh, after he lost, after he reported that he lost the destroyer, I'm not sure if I'm exactly right on when he came back, but I think after he reported the destroyer, he came back and uh, because the president like wanted him out of there because he was ch- it was the end of World War II and he was like chasing these things down there with his fleet and they made him they put him down as mentally insane after he got his interview. They but that would be the best way to to shut someone up if they knew too much, you know, throw them in the asylum. You may put them down as clinically insane. And uh, that, that's why people think, uh, at least people I've talked to, don't think he's credible because of his insane asylum thing after he had that experience. 
Yeah, he did say a lot. So what you're talking about is Operation High Jump, and there was supposedly some sort of um, maybe recovery uh, situation going on down to uh, Antarctica. They thought that maybe some of the Nazis had escaped to a secret Nazi base down there. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's some some of that kind of goes into this mythology a little bit, uh, but again, like uh, the official story is not that that there was some kind of a research uh, expedition led by Admiral Byrd, and when he did come back, so not only did he describe as as you just said there, there was some huge gigantic hole in the ice that led to a world beneath the world. He also described this as uh, existing when he flew in the North Pole as well. So, uh, n- again, notably, right, this is an admiral fought in World War II, and this guy, right, he's not, not your average run-of-the-mill guy. This is somebody with credentials that, uh, you know, they're, they're literally betting on to, to lead expeditions where people's lives are at stake. You wouldn't think they'd put a nutter in charge of that, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Right, uh, yeah, and they had swastikas in the saucers, too, on all the things. There were swastikas on them. I just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah, that's again. That's how the that's how the story kind of goes, and I don't know exactly. Like I said, some of those sources, of course, are dubious because you just never know, right? If this type of thing was a real situation, they they'd smear the hell out of it, right? They try and make it seem like it never happened, and there weren't UFOs and all the rest of this, kind of like they're still doing now, right? No, no, no UFOs, nothing to see here, except for these three videos. By the way, check out these three videos. Wow, look at the anomalous things in these three videos. Look at over here, not look at over there, right? So, I mean that doesn't surprise me that they try and cover that stuff up if it was real but um yeah exactly yeah so mike d for life uh, has a, a good point so i did pull up his diary which we'll get to in the in the back half of the show here and uh i was about to say this as well so he's got a pretty compelling diary but uh mike d for life on youtube there says his diary was never proven to be real unfortunately even though it's got some pretty uh pretty bombshell claims in it so so we'll look at that and again consider all the things real or not real i leave up to you and uh there you go so so i don't know what else do you know do you think that considering let's say a hollow earth sort of situation let's say admiral bird was correct and he saw these vast expanses of land underneath the snow and both uh, both poles uh, what do you think is down there i think there's like and I think it's like a whole different civilization that has like some kind of peace treaty with someone that got slapped with this. And I feel like I should just throw this question out there just for fun. Live action role play. Let's do it. You know, if you were in a situation where you were threatened with things that you had no idea, you'd never seen it before. You're like, what are these things? I don't know. ETs, uh, maybe people that look like us, but they have crazy technology and they're like, if you keep us a secret, we won't, we'll keep you peace. But if you don't, then you're asking for it. Like, what would you do in that situation? It's such a crazy, like, thing to imagine. And I feel like that is why we don't know a lot about the stuff. Because I think they asked the right people that question. And I think they went with the peace treaty. And you hear a lot about this peace treaty stuff from, like, Eisenhower's daughter and stuff. I think it's all connected. The Mars stuff, the moon stuff, Hollow Earth, all of it's got connections because I would imagine that if there's civilizations inside the planet that we do not know, so you could say alien because we don't know for sure what what they are or where they're from, they could be interplanetary and it could be maybe the holes um Maybe there's things under there and holes, maybe the holes in the poles can be used as like 
something to line up magnetic wormholes or something, and like like a highway, or if it could be used as a highway, and we're just like on the side of the highway, and we're we don't know it exists yet because our civilization's still in like its infancy of technology. So they trade like technologies with the Nazis, and they're trying to fulfill some of their, maybe they're really into eugenics, maybe they are a lot like Nazis, I don't know. Maybe the they just had swastikas, but they weren't as extreme, and we just got corrupted easier, and maybe it has to do with Nordics, maybe uh, great, some greys are actually just wearing suits, and they kind of look like many versions of us. Uh, there's so many things that you got to throw out there. You, Andrew D. Basiago had a lot of crazy claims about being in a program in the 60s to teleport to Mars and stuff, and uh, Operation Pegasus, I think that he called that. And I thought that was really interesting, too. And I do think it's connected, even though it was after World War II, because you see these weird videos that are probably fake or probably real, I don't know, of swastika bases on the moon. And I watched a video of supposedly Buzz Aldrin walked through there and they were like checking it out and it kind of looked like a weird like space station kind of like imagine the Grand Central Station but for like spaceships that's kind of what it looked like there was no spaceships there it looked relatively abandoned but I think the swastika is very misinterpreted I think it's a symbol that is probably used galactically and that was used in World War II to to maybe trick other things watching us into thinking that we're on some kind of better track of understanding the universe, and then maybe they looked a little closer and they're like, "Whoa, like this guy's nuts," you know? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, we're we're ranging a little far from here, for far and wide. So, uh, so back just back to the Hollow Earth thing. Do, so, so you think it's real? We we got a call behind you, so we got to go in a sec. So maybe another minute. But uh, so in conclusion, you think this is a real place? You think there's maybe uh, something living underneath us? Yeah, it's got to be. There's too many whited out parts. You look at like Google Maps, and it's like it just looks like they took white out like a perfect square over certain parts of that place. One in particular that I remember looking at, it was just like this big whited out square i'm like what the heck is this like yeah. is this just an error that they're not going to fix ever yeah there's there's been some anomalous the stuff we've seen uh we uh you got you got 30 seconds bro wrap over. it up 30 seconds we got a call behind you you've been waiting for a long time okay all right go ahead final thought final thought just uh just try and keep oh, it uh, oh, oh, military uh yeah i was just saying military won't let anyone there. Like when you go there, you got to sign like disclosure agreements and year people that have worked there. A lot of them never come back. A lot of them just stay there and work there forever. It kind of makes you wonder if it's like doomed, uh, deep underground military bases. If they're like, entering. like if you look up hollow earth, the definition is just caves. I looked that up just to like yeah. mess with my, idea of what i thought it was if if we have caves hollow earth exists 
All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. We got uh, more ideas right behind you. Thank you, Austin. Uh, you got a, a, a YouTube channel called Short Quick. Uh, I saw your first video posted today. Give Austin a follow. Thanks for the call, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Have a fantastic yeah. night. All right. Thanks. Thanks, bro. All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's keep on trucking. So we're talking about hollow earth tonight. What do you guys think about this? Do you think it's a real thing? Do you think this is one of those, you know, sort of a huge cover-ups like we talked about uh, Tartaria and the mud floods, that sort of situation? Or do you think this is just eh, yeah, nothing to see here, right? So clearly we're talking about this, you know, hole that appears on Google Maps. But, uh, you know, this appears to be just a glitch or an anomaly. But it got me thinking in terms of, well, what if there are portals like this or uh, let's say just holes, caves, whatever they are that kind of really go down into, uh, well, whatever's beneath our feet and uh, kind of getting into the ultra terrestrials and the rest of that. So if you want to be part of the show tonight, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Thanks for the call, Austin. Let's go to our good friend HB. What's up, my friend? Welcome to the show. How are you? Oh, well, what a great evening and great subject you've chosen tonight. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. I'm glad you appreciate it. All right. Great. Now, as I, as I mentioned in the chat on Discord, on your Discord channel, which you might link to people if they need to know where it is, I don't really have a hollow earth theory of my own. It's something that's never really solidified in my mind. It's just not... Um, Something, I don't know why, I, it evades me. And I don't really, everything I hear about it, I never really catch on to it and go, yeah, this is here, it's in me too. It just never happens. But hollow moon, dude, hollow moon, oh yeah, dude, how, the moon's hollow. Don't even catch me twice on that. The moon <laughs> is hollow. You know All what right. I'm saying? Fair enough, fair enough. Ring like but, a bell, they said, right? But uh, the hollow earth series, they never fail to catch my imagination. I can't leave them alone. I have to listen to how theories. I just have to. There's so much detail that goes into it. And there's so many compelling arguments that this may actually be an actual thing. Like there might actually be somehow a chasm through the crust of the earth that leads to an interior that while we've all been misled somehow, that it's filled with magmas and uh, a mantle and a core and all of this. Instead, no, that's all bull beep. It's uh, no, it's uh, it's an open space. And like some people even say, there's a sun in the middle of it. Man, I love hearing all of it because I just, I it it's so strange. Like why else would the Nazis put? I am really sorry. The phone line dropped on you. Uh, hang tight, and I'll call this right back, and we'll put you right back on the show. Sorry about that. Just one moment here. All right. Uh, hang tight, HB. Hang tight. Going to be right back with you. Perfect timing in the middle of you talking about uh, Hollow Earth. So hang on. Going to be right back. It's connecting, 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 connecting. Sorry about that. You got disconnected. Let's see if this is back. Test one, two. You should be back. Test one, two. Yes, I'm ba- I, sounds like you're back. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, you Phone line disconnected right in the middle of your sentence. You, you said you were saying, why wouldn't the Nazis, and then it cut. But go right ahead. Oh, well, yeah, I guess why, oh, jeez, man. Well, yeah, well, why wouldn't the Nazis uh, spend a lot of time developing a bunch of shit? Uh, sorry, I don't know. I, I forgot what I was saying then. Sorry. That's okay. So, so what are your other it's thoughts? It's not as elegant as whatever course of course of discussion I was on earlier, but 
That's okay. Uh, well, There's probably well, something akin to why wouldn't the Nazis, uh, even if it wasn't real, why wouldn't they run down there and be like, hey, was this real? They had all of this, all of this resource to expend, you know? Yeah, hundred so, percent. And they're trying, uh, and they were trying to hide a ton of things. Like there's still like missing art from Europe that they just pillaged all of you. Oh uh, yeah, they're hiding people. Yeah. you know they're hiding people. They're hiding um, influences that they've had and a lot of things. You know, the IDF it can only do so much. But um, and I don't, I don't want to focus on the Nazis. I don't even if even if we went down there in Antarctica and all of a sudden we were looking at open bases, right, and like landings, and we're like, oh great. The Nazis made all this. I would still be like, the Nazis clearly are not as important as whatever was happening there before. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. It's it's unfortunate. Yeah, I think whatever they, was. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're right. I oh, was going to say. I was saying go ahead to you though. Okay. It, it's just I agree with you. It's unfortunate that Hollow Earth kind of gets tied up into that Nazi lore, as it were. I, I agree with you. Like that. That's that to me is literally the farthest thing from my mind talking about Nazis. But it is tied into this. But we can talk about it without it. So, do you think, let's say, in other parts of the world, let's say I don't know, wherever, like just pick somewhere in like Asia or North America or South America or something. Argentina. Do you think there's yeah, Argentina, wherever? Do you think there is like a some sort of cave that goes down into a Hollow Earth? sort of situation and then we can just leave the Nazis out of entirely um well okay I mean there are a lot of things that I am partial to a lot of theories about the formation of the earth I am a uh, an expanding earth believer I think it's it's extremely difficult not to believe in expanding earth once you look at how things are going um but if you were to say now what about connecting to hollow earth where else would you go besides Antarctica I guess I would just go with like uh, Arctica, you know, like maybe something's up in the North Pole. Yeah, well, I mean, it, there's there's a lot of uh, like hidden deep caves, right? Too that you know we've we speculated maybe Bigfoot or creatures like this oh. live in live in these. Well, deep that's caverns. that's the, so so if that's the a great deep, thing about this uh, this discussion that you brought up, it doesn't just touch the interior, like. If we were to imagine the interior, the hollowed-out interior of the Earth, it doesn't just touch that. It touches the upper crust, too. All of these many possible caverns. And some people rumor that there are systems of caverns that coalesce and completely subdivide every different continent that there is civilization upon. America, Russia, South America, Asia, Africa, that there are these caverns, that there are these caverns that people know about but not all people you know what i mean it's not just it's not just isolated to america or south america which comes very close to antarctica by the way south america the very tip of it was very close but this this sort of tomb like uh cavern like belief about the underworld isn't restrained to any certain place on the world it's it's everywhere everybody believes in it and everybody has heard about it it's very strange that it's it's sort of almost one of the ultimate mysteries. Like it's something everybody's discussed, but nobody has ever uh, nobody has ever uh, fulminated the truth of. You know. Yeah, and I think uh, there there are some logistical issues with that because you know you, the deeper you get, the more problems you have moving machines in, and you know 
that type of thing. So that makes sense. There's got to be some, you know, I mean, unless yeah. there's some sort of like, you know, oxygen supporting atmosphere deep, deep down, there's got to be holes that come out, right? For exhaust or whatever, what have you. So, I mean, there's so got to be a connection, right? Yeah. So there's got to be a connection between the two, I would think. But what, where, where do those exist? Uh, I think that's part of the question here. So, so do you think it is plausible then that inside the earth, there's maybe not just a huge space that's uh, livable, but maybe that there's a civilization either living there in the past or currently? Well, yeah, I'll put it to you like this. Coming from a person, like I said, I believe in the hollow moon. 100%. Don't even try to tell me the moon isn't hollow. However, <laughs> when right. you come at me with hollow earth, I go, Lucy, you have some explaining to do, <laughs> except, except the fact is, every time I do that, it's because I'm egging it on. Because I just want to hear the next theory and the next theory. Nothing has really convinced me yet. And yet, it's, it's all... There's, there's like... It's almost like it might be the ultimate conspiracy, but I believe in, in the, uh, the whole Tartarian and erased history sort of thing, and I consider that pretty ultimate. Uh, but look, I mean, I, I've got an open mind about a lot of things, you know. Like, I, used, I always, if from a young child age, I believed, like, look, I'll keep an open mind about ghosts and aliens. Ghosts happened. I saw ghosts never seen aliens in my life. So I've got a 100%, yeah, they exist on ghosts. I'm like 50-50 on aliens still. But, you know, it, it wanes with age. But now this thing with hollow earth, I, I just, I, I want to egg it on. I want to hear more and more things. I feel like the topic isn't given enough appreciation and enough energy. I feel like if it was given more appreciation and energy in programs like yours that are giving it, uh, forum as a topic, then we would actually sometime, maybe sooner than later, arrive at a consensus, you know, and maybe even launch an expedition down there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's got to be places that are deep enough to kind of maybe begin that sort of thing. Uh, I'm with you. I, I, I appreciate yeah. that you appreciate it because I think these are topics that, that do. They need to be brought out into the open and discussed, even if it's even if it's literally just like ridiculous and phony and, you know, there's no true, real scientific evidence to back it up. How huh? do you know? How do you know until you take yardsticks and go measure and do all the oh, things? Oh, yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, hey, thanks for running the program. I'm going to let you go, okay? And I've, keep running the program, Mike. You're doing an, uh, an amazing job. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you so much for the call, HB. Uh, always a pleasure. We'll talk to you soon. Have a fantastic night. There you go. If you guys want to be part of the show, we're talking about Hollow Earth tonight. And you know, this Reddit user found what appears to be a, well, a, a black hole or something on this island. And, you know, like if you're going to dig into it and say well, there's an explanation, well, it's a glitch. It's a glitch, right? It's a glitch on Google Maps or whatever it ha whatever this is. But that's okay because, well, uh, it, it got me, my mind thinking anyway in terms of what if there was a hole in the ground so deep, so large that it led to... A hollow earth and of course what would be there people have said all kinds of things regarding civilizations past and present possibly have lived down there agartha's one term again operation high jump that whole thing so there's there's something to this but how much is there what do you believe as usual this is not the answer show it's the question show and i'd love to hear your thoughts the, uh, 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 
click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. And what are your thoughts on Hollow Earth? Is it real? Is it not? Is it somewhere in between? Or is it complicated? And if it's complicated, that's fine by me. So one more time, this is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More Hollow Earth and you after the break. Be right back. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. We are talking about healing, the healing abduction phenomenon. The aliens are, are looking through your eyes and they're accessing your optic nerve. I'm doing Through that optic nerve, they're transferring to your brain. People Broadcasting live from a secret bunker just off the extraterrestrial highway. Somewhere in the desert sands outside of Las Vegas. Somewhere in space time, loosely labeled Generation X on planet Earth. And asking questions of you in earnest. Into the digital darkness. Alright, good evening and welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and this is the show where we get together and talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. We do that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. And what are those things, you may ask? Well, let me explain. No, no, too much. Let me sum up. Those things are aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, 
and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. And we are streaming. We do this live, of course, to include you. We're streaming on Rockfin and DLive, YouTube and Twitter. And we are broadcasting live on the French FM. And we're taking your phone calls because we're talking about Hollow Earth tonight. What do you think of, of this theory? Do you think there's something to this? There are stories that range all over the place from Operation High Jump to uh, maybe the Hollow Earth that's been around for thousands and thousands of years, millions of years, and there's a there's an actual civilization that lives down there, ultra-terrestrials they would be called. What do you think? It ranges all over the place. Whether, of course, like I said, in the beginning of this, when we started this conversation, it seems likely that at some point there were civilizations that moved under the ground okay and whether that was maybe animals or you know early people or what have you you know uh, clearly the the greatest greatest shelter is going to be the earth itself and so with that meaning you know from from the sun from predators from enemies from all of those things right and so it, it does make sense that you're going to have some sort of like subterranean worlds okay but now the question for tonight is not just subterranean worlds it's how deep does this go? How deep does this rabbit hole go literally? And is it one of those situations where you can, uh, well, um, well, maybe, maybe you know something about this. Maybe you have some theories. And if you do, well, uh, we're reading the chat as much as possible, trying to do uh, juggle seven balls at a time here, but I'm doing my best. And we're taking your phone calls. That's the best way to be on the show if you want to be on the, the uh, be part of the conversation tonight. Uh, just dial this phone number, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can find the phone number and the Discord link at troubledminds.org. That's the official website. Come say hi. Come hang out. Come uh, come click the Discord link and hang out with some amazing people. We have another Discord server running at fringe.fm slash chat. Uh, chat uh, the Discord is a chat client. It's a voice client. Uh, you can share photographs in there. It's uh, Again, we're, we're not sponsored by Discord in any way whatsoever. It's just an amazing piece of software. It's completely free, and you can communicate with people all over the world uh, right there on your smartphone or your tablet or your computer, as it were. So anyway, Discord, uh, one more time, troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link or fringe.fm slash chat, and I'm watching all of it. I'm trying to watch all of it and uh, keep up with everything. So so there you go. But that's that's what's on my mind tonight. So we, it started with this, okay? We'll get to a Hollow Earth in just a sec. But it began with this that kind of got my idea pointed in this direction. A Reddit user found a black hole on Google Maps, and users couldn't figure out what it was. And you can see the, the photograph if you're watching the streams and see what I'm looking at and what I'm talking about. It appears there's an island, and this is known as Vostok Island in the South Pacific. And there's a, I don't know, It's it, it appears as if there's some sort of... I don't know, like a cutout, like a like a like a chasm, like a portal, like like a black hole, just like just like the headline read there, uh, really kind of cut into this triangular shaped island, and you know whether this is a Google glitch or whatever's going on, that's fine, but I think it was it's a great catalyst for a conversation about what is actually under our feet. And so with that said, we'll get into Hollow Earth and the rest of that. Uh, but as always, you got love to hear from you and your theories on this. But let's let's read just a little bit about these Hollow Earth theories. Now, this is from, uh, interestingly, this is from the University of uh, Alaska, Alaska, uh, the, the www.gi.alaska.edu, the Geophysical Institute. Uh, so let's, let's take a look at this and read just a smidge and see what the academics have to say about hollow earth. Um, 
There you go. Modern day proponents of the hollow earth theory can refer non-believers to the book, The Hollow Earth, Bell Publishing Company, 1979 by Raymond Bernard. Bernard, judging from the initials he lists behind his name, holds just about every advanced academic degree, but is apparently somewhat of a recluse. As a spokesman for the publisher states in the foreword of the book, quote, I will not enter into any correspondence regarding this book or the author. Whether you accept or reject the content of this book is your privilege. No one cares. I love it. I love it. Uh, that's a, that needs to be a t-shirt. No one cares. <laughs> All right. The crux of the hollow earth theory is that the earth is a shell with walls about 800 miles thick. In the polar regions, there are holes 1,400 miles across with edges that curve smoothly, smoothly from the outside of the shell around to the inside. A sea or surface traveler could proceed over an edge of the hole like an ant crawling over the lip of a morning mug from the outside to the inside and not be aware he was actually entering the interior of the earth. Bernard explains that the holes have never been seen from the air because pilots are fooled by their compass into believing that they are crossing the pole when they're actually following the, the hole's magnetic rim. Thus, aircraft re really never fly over the geographic poles, which naturally mark the centers of the holes themselves. As irrefutable proof of his claim, he cites Admiral Byrd's statement, quote, I'd like to see the land beyond the pole. The area beyond the, the pole is the great unknown. And uh, so the hollow earth theory actually seems to have been originated in the early 1800s by one John Sims, an earnest American who devoted the greater part of his later life to convincing the world that the earth was formed by a series of concentric concentric shells. Um, so so anyway, there we go. That's a that's a nice way to begin this on what the hollow earth actually is. So it's not a huge hole in the ground per se. It's a sort of it. The earth sort of just graduates into an inner earth, right? And we could get into Agartha and some of the other things there. But but like I said, uh, what do you believe about this? Uh, that's a good way to describe it. I think I've never heard it described as such. Where instead of a hole in the ground, there's sort of a lip, Lord, like a lip you kind of crawl over, and you wouldn't even notice you were kind of inside the hollow earth at that point. So, so I don't know. You tell me. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this one more time. We're doing this live to include you. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. There's the phone number. And there's more. There's more here. Uh, so let's read just a little bit more from this. Uh, again, from the uh, Geophysical Institute, the University of Alaska Fairbanks. And um, good. let's see what academics have to say. Of course, they're kind of crapping on this guy's idea, but what can you do, right? That's that's what you'd expect from from academics. Uh, instead, instead of maybe go, taking a camera out there and proving this is wrong, right? I mean, that that could be done easily, right? I mean, I guess. So here we go. Uh, this individual Sims uh, believed there were miles of wondrous unclaimed domain beneath our feet, with lush vegetation and fish and game for the taking. Apparently, there were those who took him seriously. As reported in October 1882 issue of Harper's New Monthly Magazine, a Mr. Howgate had recently been in the news, proposing that an expedition to be made to discover Sims Hole. Is this like uh, Mel's Hole? You guys ever heard this story from uh, old school coast to coast? Speaking of Art Bell, uh, we did an Art Bell tribute a little bit last night. But uh, Sims Hole, as it were. His plan was to have a number of men acclimate themselves to higher and higher latitudes moving further north each year. Uh, they were to observe the animals and presumably wintered over within the earth each year and emerged during the spring to bear young. Eventually, the colony of men were to follow the animals to, in the fall to find w where they entered into that marvelous land at the center of the earth. 
Uh, it says, of course, at the end of this, sadly, for this romantic concept, if t- today's believers are correct, the only thing they would ever find there now are flying saucers. Of course, they got to make the dig, right? They got to make the dig at the end about the flying saucers. You can't uh, you can't talk about Hollow Earth without uh, you know making fun of people. And so, well, naturally, thanks University of Alaska Fairbanks, the Geophysical Institute. For the flying saucer dig, you're the best. But, but yeah. So I don't know that. Like I said, this uh, again dates back to uh, you know, the modern uh, theory of this is uh, from from actual um, Admiral Byrd, right? Operation High Jump, which again we could get to that in a bit. Like I said, depends on where you guys want to take this. As I always say, nonlinear, open ended. What about that portal? How about this? You want to talk about nonlinear and open ended? What if that portal we were discussing earlier is not necessarily just a, a, a gateway into the Earth itself? What if there's a portal of such where you step through and very much like a Stargate or something else, uh, you come through in another place? Uh, maybe Agartha or the inner Earth is not necessarily inside the Earth. Maybe there's a an actual portal system of sorts that, that kind of opens and closes uh, based on, who knows, weather patterns, electromagnetic fields. Uh, there have been proven to be portals in the magnetic field. Uh, NASA's proven this. They've got data data to back it all up. Um, and so, and not only that, they found uh, recently, which uh, really wasn't part of the, the purview tonight, but I think it's worth mentioning, is that uh, they found that there's magnetic fields, tunnels, on two two sides of the Earth that stretch for light years, literal light years, magnetic field tunnels. And so uh, it kind of makes you wonder if there's something going on there, sort of portal-wise, right? So I don't know. Uh, what are your thoughts on hollow Earth? Uh, like I said, it, it can go all over the place. Some people describe it as being a, a just a place under under the Earth, under our feet. And as uh, described there by Admiral Byrd and uh, this other individual, I believe, believe it was Sims, says that uh, as you cross over into this new realm, you don't even realize it. You're, it. It curves over and you just walk right in like the other side of a coffee cup and you still think you're in on the earth itself um, instead of inside. And so there's some other pretty, pretty um, let's say, out there theories with this, including that uh, we ourselves live inside of a hollow earth-like structure. And, you know, this is the whole space is fake theory, right, with the firmament and uh, w- where it's a closed system and we're not actually allowed to leave. Uh, that's that's another hollow earth theory. So there's there's some uh, pretty pretty interesting ones out there to consider and think about. But uh, what do you what do you think? As usual, right? I'll I'll get into a little bit more of this stuff as we go. But love to hear your thoughts. Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. Let's go. Let's see. There's more here. Now this one's pretty cool. This is uh, from a website called called hollowearthresearch.org. And uh, if you're looking to get into this, I think this is probably the place to start. So here we go. Um, Let's see. Uh, so the hollow earth theory or another or another has surfaced for thousands of years. Um, uh, the concept of a subterranean land inside the earth has been popular in mythology, folklore and legends from ancient times. Back then, the concept of subterranean worlds appeared feasible. And although no one spoke of a hollow earth theory, interior life became linked with the concept of places such as the underworld of Greek mythology, the Nordic Savart and the Christian hell and the Jewish Sheol. Uh, Edmund Halley in 1692 
was put forth the idea of Earth consisting of a hollow shell about 800 kilometers thick with two inner concentric shells and an innermost core about the diameters of the planets Venus, Mars, and Mercury. Atmospheres separate these shells, and each shell has its own magnetic poles. These spheres rotate at different speeds. Halley proposed this scheme in order to explain anomalous compass readings. He envisaged the atmosphere inside as luminous and possibly inhabited, and speculated that escaping gas caused the aurora borealis. So there we go. There's where this uh, sort of began, and that that ties in a little bit to what we were discussing just previously there. But um, I don't know. I think I think it is one of those compelling things that uh, what is under our feet. We kind of don't really know. Um, you know, there's a lot of um, studies that have been done, but I think the the, the furthest we've ever uh, dug a hole was like twelve. 15 kilometers, something like that. And I think the Russians did that. We talked about that back in the, the episode when we did the, the portals to hell, right? The gateways to hell. Uh, what if there is? What if there is some sort of civilization or uh, habitable space beneath our feet? Uh, pretty interesting stuff there. So so I don't know. A um, lot, of, lot of interesting theories, again, like uh, like HB said that, uh, you know, the earth, the earth is, de- the earth, uh, sorry, the moon is definitely hollow. And try and convince them otherwise, you get an arm wrestling match. But it is a compelling conversation to consider that there are spaces beneath our feet where maybe um, civilizations have thrived and lived and maybe died and withered away uh, over the years, over the millennia. And so who knows? Who knows? As always, right? Uh, what are your thoughts on this? So let's go to the chat, see if, uh, see if things are waking up out there. Hello? Hello, test one, two. Can you hear me? What's going on, guys? Let's see. Um, Okay. Yep. Yep. Good. All right. Chat's moving. Chat's good. All right. Okay. So let's go back to this website then. This is pretty good. This is a pretty good one. Like I said, uh, the hollowearthresearch.org is where you can find this. And all the links, of course, are down below and you can uh, easily just click them and see. So uh, we did the Edmund Halley in 1692. Uh, All right. Let's see. In the 19th century, uh, this is uh, John Cleves Sims Jr. We just did that. uh, The earth consisted of a hollow shell. Um, here's another one. Jeremiah Reynolds also delivered lectures on the hollow earth and argued for an expedition. Uh, Reynolds went on an expedition to Antarctica himself, but missed joining the great U.S. exploring expedition of 1838 and 1842, uh, e- even though that venture was a result of his agitation. So interesting. He he made it happen, but he didn't uh, he didn't get to go on the actual uh, ex- excursion himself. Um, so yeah, through though Sims himself never wrote a book about his ideas, several authors published works con- uh, discussing the idea. McBride wrote Sims' theory of uh, concentric spheres in 1826. It appears that Reynolds has an article that appeared as a separate booklet in 1827 on the Sims theory, which appeared in the American Quarterly Review. And in 1868, Professor W. F. Lyons published the Hollow Globe, which put forth a Sims-like hollow Earth hypothesis, but failed to mention Sims himself. Uh, Sims's son, Americus, then published the Sims theory of concentric spheres in 1878 to set the record straight. Um, and then, of course, right, then we get into the Nazis and the Thule Society, which, again, we don't have to do that. Like I said, that takes us to a dark place with Nazis and the rest of that. But uh, I don't know. There's there's a lot of things, right? We talked about that, that well to hell in Yemen. We talked about uh, different portals to the underworld, sort of like um, uh, the, the Oracle at Delphi, uh, right? That sort of situation where there's this 
this uh, space where supposedly the Oracle sat in ancient Greece, and it was, uh, you know, filled with noxious gases that were supposedly coming from the underworld and gave them hallucinations and the, the ability to foretell the future. And there's a lot of these, these theories about, uh, you know, portals to Hades and things like this, the actual, like, myth- mythological underworld. But what if there's an actual underworld? What if uh, people do live there? What if there's ultra-terrestrials, as they're called? I don't know. I don't know. I think there's um, there's a, a lot of compelling stuff here. Uh, what do you guys think? One more time, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And there's, uh, of course, the Agartha. We'll get to Agartha and that and Operation High Jump. As always, you guys can take this conversation where, wherever you want to. Um, and let's see. Um, okay. Let's see. Now, this is interesting. This is from uh, ancientcode.com. Got a lot of uh, different takes on this. And some of them, of course, are going to be a little bit snarky. You know, oh, yeah, the hollow earth, right? But clearly, we don't know what's under our feet. We have some estimates by scientists and geological surveys and things like this. But nobody really, really knows, right? Uh, so anyway, here we go. Uh, one of the most interesting questions people have asked for centuries is whether there's a possibility that our planet is hollow. For many years, it was believed that the Earth was hollow, but even though many have come up with theories, until 1968, there was no proof. That year, pictures taken by a satellite orbiting Earth clearly showed a gaping hole located at the North Pole. Enough evidence to support the hollow Earth theory, according to many. In the early 1970s, ESSA, a project belonging to the Department of Commerce of the United States, gave media access to images of the North Pole taken by the ESSA-7 satellite on November 23, 1968. One of the photographs showed the North Pole covered by the usual cloud. The other one showed the same area without clouds, revealing a huge hole where the pole was supposed to be located. Little did ESSA's team know that these images would awake the intersect of researchers around the globe who had already suspected of uh, anomalies at the North Pole, anomalies that would fuel the research of unidentified flying objects that, according to many, were deeply connected to the North Pole and the Hollow Earth theory. And there it is, right? You can't, you can't bring this up without the, the aforementioned of UFOs because, well, why not, right? And, you know, we've talked about, uh, you know, you, how about UFOs for a sec? Let's consider that. If there was uh, a breakaway civilization, where would they reside? You think they'd just be chilling over there on the other side of the fence, you know, right side of the tracks sort of thing where you could just walk up on it and find the UFO base? Right. I don't know. Right. And I'm not talking about aliens. I'm talking about maybe a super advanced uh, or not advanced. Let's say um, became advanced that breakaway civilization idea that maybe people walked away and turned into, uh, you know, they, they either found some sort of way of uh, maybe finding cr- UFO crash wrecks and re- reverse engineering them. Or maybe they were able to crack the uh, you know, the anti-gravitics themselves, and maybe that's what we're seeing now. There's there's some theories that out there that suggest, including quotes by senators that say that there's an entire government, like a shadow government, that is not under the purview of the president or any sort of oversight at all. And if that's the case, maybe that's what's going on here. And so, so I don't know. Thoughts on that? And uh, what about UFOs? 
if there were going to be UFO bases anywhere, we've talked about them being clearly under the ocean, right? Because you don't hard for people to get to, obviously, if you can crack a, a gravity and be able to do anti-gravity sort of uh, situations with craft, then clearly you would be able to solve the water problem and just kind of go down and as deep as you want to, right? And hide underneath. So, so I don't know, you tell me. Uh, that's uh, that's part of the idea tonight, part of the questions on hollow earth. And do you think it's real? And if so, of course, how deep does that rabbit hole go? Because like I said, uh, I think it's uh, Turkey, Darren Q, you right? I think it's one of the ones that's a very large underground civilization. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong on that. I'll look it up real quick. But but I, I think that's the name of the place, and it, it's um, kind of baffling to people. They don't understand exactly how long it's been there, why people did live underground when there's plenty of perfectly good ground right here above the earth. Why did people descend below? Um, you know, and so there, it, it, it does make sense to me in some capacity, but in, in others it seems, well, let's say suspicious. Let's say suspicious. And so when, uh, when, when you start to consider the possibilities, well, you never know. What's up, KD says, real UFOs come from different dimensions. And I, I tend to agree with you there, right? If we're talking about sort of aliens or whatever, it doesn't make sense that they fly, you know, millions of light years because it's, right, the, the whole, the whole uh, advanced propulsion problem. You'd have to be able to open a wormhole sort of thing to even be able to cover that type of space. So uh, interdimensional stuff definitely seems more likely in that case. But if uh, the UFOs flying around Earth are actually ours, then, um, well, you tell me. I don't know. That's the question. That's what I have on my mind tonight. And would they hide in a hollow earth, as it were, or some sort of base underground? I think that's the question. So uh, you tell me, as, as always, right? So they said so they have some evidence here from the 1970s. The ESSA satellite project actually got a, uh, some images. And actually, let's look at this image here. There's a, an actual image that you can see from a satellite, apparently, that that is exactly what the uh, satellite image looks like. So... Yeah, this is from uh, ancient, uh, ancientcode.com, and there you go. There's the photograph. So, so I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? Is this uh, if this is exactly what Admiral Byrd described, then, well, there's, there's a smoking gun proof, isn't there? But if it's not, uh, and this is maybe doctored or something some way, which, of course, we always have to be wary of. Photoshop is super easy these days. But you tell me. Love to hear your ideas and what you think about Hollow Earth. Is it real? Is it fake? Is it somewhere in between? Is it a hoax? All of that stuff. We're considering all the possibilities as usual and love to hear your thoughts. If you want to be part of the conversation, give us a call at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More Hollow Earth and you after the break. Be right back. Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and tonight we're talking about Hollow Earth. What do you believe? We're streaming on Rockfin, DLive, YouTube, and Twitter, and we are broadcasting live on the French FM, and we're taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of this conversation, what do you think? Admiral Byrd, Operation High Jump, uh, UFOs, well, uh, these ESSA uh, supposed photographs that they say is... Uh, a, a an actual rim that goes into the hollow earth itself i don't know what to believe right photoshop is super easy to fool us these days you tell me 
What are your thoughts? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And let's keep on trucking, shall we? Let's go to our good friend, Joe, in Florida. Thank you for calling, and let's get uh, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Welcome to the show, my man. What's going on? Oh, hanging out. Not looking forward to uh, going back to work tomorrow after uh, taking some time off, but not really because I still have to go to work, even though I have vacation time. But anyway, how was when I was a little kid? My uncle gave me a it was like a cassette, and I remember on the cassette it was like a recording of a recording. It said Bird. and I would always play the cassette. It was basically a narration of that story. I never knew the cultural, you know, importance or the cultural legend, theory, whatever it is, you know, until I got older. This was in the late 70s, probably early 80s that I used to have this tape. I remember that. I mean, you forget about things when you hear about Hollow Earth and Hollow Bird. Again, um, as far as my basis of knowledge of it. However, when I, when I think about aliens and I think about those eyes, the way the eyes are typically, I would think, would be a custom if it was evolution, that they would have evolved someplace dark, where maybe they get the heat from the core of the planet, but they don't get the light. Kind of like if you went deep down in the ocean and under extreme, extreme pressures, there's always something living. Life finds a way. And with however age the planet is, maybe there is something down there. You know, we've seen objects shoot out of volcanoes. That's been on, caught on video. Um, I believe the moon is probably more hollow. Yeah, I would tend to believe maybe the moon, you know, 80% would be my belief that there's something in the moon. And uh, just because I think there's more evidence, because like we've mentioned, the moon has rang like a bell. Um, we don't always see what's on the dark side of the moon. There's helium-3 in the moon. We've had astronauts supposedly get caught in audio and say things about the moon. And really, unless I'm missing evidence, we don't have any definitive fact that there's a hole in the North Pole or the South Pole or wherever it's at. Uh, I would think that if there's something that large, all of us would maybe know a pilot or somebody that would leak something that big. You can't hide something that big. Okay, it'd be like trying to prove the Earth was flat, maybe. I don't know, you know. It'd be kind of hard to hide if the Earth was flat, because if the Earth really is flat, everybody's doing a good job of hiding it. Not to offend any flat Earthers. Um, the other thing that I think about is, if I had to do it biblically, maybe the Watchers were on the moon, watching the planet develop. They rebelled. They got cast out. They came down to the Earth. And they made a society underground after a while, after genetically manipulating us. And they've stayed hidden ever since. 
Yeah, I, I dig it. Some good thoughts. Let me ask you there to follow up on where you started. You said you had a cassette of the how it went. You mean Operation High Jump? Is that what you're talking about? What What was the cassette you had from your? Yeah, home? I vaguely. Yep. Yep. I vaguely like I photographic memory. I could see it's like a black cassette tape that I had, and basically with pencil writing, it had Admiral Byrd's Operation High Jump in journeys. and you know I'm wondering. You know I haven't looked it up on YouTube. I'm sure if I went through enough of the maybe YouTube documents that might have that, I might be able to actually identify the recording. But I just remember a guy speaking, you know, a narrator. So I know it could be Animal Bird. Um, it was an old, old audio, you know, like something you might hear from the 60s or, you know, from the 60s or recording of a recording. And, um, uh, you know, just talking about this expedition, the snow. I think, if I remember correctly, it had sound effects. You know, like wind blowing and all of that. Um, going and traveling, you know, in a journey. I don't remember what the outcome was, because like I said, I was a kid. But I remember having that, that audio tip. Yeah, there is a you version know, of that. I, I, and then it made sense. Same, yeah, if it's the same thing, just real quick, I have seen a version of that on YouTube. It's black and white talking about Operation High Jump, and they've got penguins on deck and all kinds of stuff, right? They've got uh, some of that stuff actually happening in like a kind of an archive footage type of propaganda reel that was made uh, clearly after the fact. But they don't mention anything like conspiratorial, of course. It's just simply like you would expect, right? They, they, it was a, an expedition to go check out what was down there, and that was kind of it. And But uh, there, there are some actual like a uh, footage footage on YouTube I've seen and the way you describe the narrator narrator talking it's probably similar something similar I'll bet you go check it out on YouTube uh, it may ring a bell and bring you back to your childhood little time travel action but but that's a, that's amazing so so you're, you were familiar with this when you were young so this has been around for a long time people yeah, talking about this and my uncle always used to mention Planet X so it was weird it was like in the 70s you know like 70s early 80s and He'd be like, one day Planet X is going to, he didn't, I don't think he called it in the bureau. He said, Planet X, there's another planet. He would be like, there's another planet out there. They can call it Planet X. I don't know if he knew if it was in the bureau labeled at that time or what, but, you know, and I don't know where he learned that from because him and my dad, you know, they lived in a convent during World War II in Sicily before they came back over here on a Liberty ship, you know? So, as far as I know, they just went to work, but, my uncle was into, kind of start to wonder about my uncle years later. He was into some esoteric stuff because he was, he always mentioned some weird oddball stuff. Maybe that's where I get it. I don't know. But, <laughs> <laughs> you were that guy. You had the weird uncle, um, man. I'm the weird uncle now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, right? So that's, um, you know, that, that's that's how that goes. Um, yeah, pretty good. Interesting topic again. Yeah, so you know, I, I don't think. Well, here's the thing: is I don't even think we'd ever be able to get down there because the pressure. You know, the, the pressure. And if you, if you um, look at the, it was the Godzilla movie, Godzilla versus Kong. In that movie, they go, they go underneath toward Arthur, and that's where Kong was. And there's gravity. You know, there's gravity anomalies and people get crushed and everything's upside down everything's opposite but um it was pretty neat because they account for the movie um you know godzilla shows up 
in you know, different parts of the ocean very quickly, and they, they suspect in some of the movies that he knows how to tra- traverse the hollow earth. And they, it, was, it was done pretty well. If you're, if you're a fan of Godzilla, I'm a big Godzilla fan, Kaiju fan. So um, it was kind of fun. So when, you, when you brought the subject up, I just kept thinking of, you know, Godzilla versus Kong. And in the end, Kong is back home, and his home is the hollow earth. And there's still dinosaurs going around, and pretty much the way animal bird, you know, described it. So, yeah, pretty uh, nice. Uh, so, just a couple neat. things before you take off here. Fantastic stuff as always. Thank you for the phone yeah. call. Uh, you said that you know, like, like there are places where, like, you brought the alien eyes into it, and there are places on the Earth, like uh, the Mariana Trench, for one, right? Where so deep down, it's so black that things have evolved down there fish in particular right fish or even other creatures that we we can't even really verify yet because it's just pitch black and the pressure is so immense that they've they've actually uh, been able to evolve lights right like like little appendages like that hover over their eyeballs with lights glowing right i mean so this is the type of stuff that exactly like even if you say let's say the hollow earth is just like a cave that goes to the center of the earth and there's like a you know a thin layer of crust that's you know, livable. And, and, and the rest of the, the earth is like they say with a fireball in the middle and all that stuff, the molten iron or whatever. But it would make sense that if there were creatures there, they would evolve to live there. It makes perfect sense, man. I love how you kind of frame well, it. And, you know, and when you think about it, I mean, if, you know, there's pockets of methane, there's pockets of oil, and there's these pockets, you know, who knows if there's not these huge pockets deeper down where, you know, something can definitely live. I mean, you have plate tectonics. I mean, the whole surface, the whole crust of the earth floats on something, basically. It moves along and, and, and travels. You know, where like the noisy neighbors upstairs, you know, explain nuclear explosions, something shows up, you know, is there something in the ocean? Probably willing, willing to bet you yeah, have something deep in the ocean, like we said. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a good subject. We know. I don't know, because we keep going out to space. We keep going out to space, and we keep going out to space. And, <laughs> you know, I start to wonder if we're looking in the wrong direction. Um, yeah, yeah, and I start like to wonder it. if they're going to try to send us. Well, I think they're trying to send us to space so they can maybe kill us off. Um a little bit easier because you know a lot of people are going to die trying to colonize Mars. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So, I appreciate the call, my friend. You were the best. Uh, Joe in Florida. Good, right. good luck at work tomorrow, man. Tell him I said hi. <laughs> no, they'll all be dead. So, <laughs> okay, I'll, right. you know, I'll, paint, I'll, I'll, I'll paint a smile on their face for you. <laughs> okay. okay. Thanks, brother. <laughs> Have a great night. <laughs> <laughs> good night. Oh geez, that's a that's a bad joke from Joe in Florida. He's actually a funeral director, so that's that was his joke. They'd all be dead. So uh, it is a bad joke, but it's true. Okay, all right. So uh, we're talking about uh, Hollow Earth. What do you guys think? Uh, we got we got a bunch of calls coming in. I appreciate that. Appreciate the interest, guys. So let's just take these in order. Uh, if you want to be part of the show tonight, we're going to keep on trucking for a third hour after this, after we get off the radio. So uh, no worries. Just please be patient as we get through some of the thoughts here. Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven troubledminds.org. Let's go back to HB. Uh, second call tonight. So. Uh, Let's make this one quick, my friend. We got friend, uh, friends behind you. But uh, so, what are your thoughts? Oh, what, what did all you right. Well, 
my original thoughts weren't quick at all, but the last guy to, to precede me there certainly left me with a little bit to say. So I, I can boil it down. I can boil it down. If we were to look at, if any one of us was to look at the concept of hollow earth from right here, standing where we are, okay, standing where, or sitting, I suppose many of us are, uh, depending on where the, the sunlight falls at this point in time, wherever you are, draining directly from your head down through your torso, directly down to the center of the planet. Just think about it. Just think about it as like a connecting point. There's this suggestion that some of it is hollow and inhabited, right? And inhabited. My suggestion is what happens to all of our thoughts about energy that's supposed to collect to us, you know, from the earth through our feet, you know, these different chakra energies. And, um, and, and what about a lot of different social energies where we're supposedly doing a lot of different things for each other based on, you know, what's capable of happening on the earth. If you're going to add in um, a hollow earth with an entire new civilization down there underneath, you need to drag them up and they need to pay their taxes. Okay. <laughs> if they're in, <laughs> okay. Yes, sir. I mean, that's I, you asked me to make it quick, so I did. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. As you know, if you want to, you want to jump in the All third right. hour. We have a limited radio time, so hop on in the third hour if you got more to say. Love I'll, you. Okay. I'll find my opportunity. I'll find my opportunity, man. Thanks a lot for the for the show. Appreciate it, brother. Thanks for the call. Uh, good stuff from HB as always. All right, so uh, look, talking about uh, Hollow Earth tonight. What do you guys think about this? Is it uh, is it real? Is it not? Is it somewhere in between? And uh, what are your theories? Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. Let's go to Jennifer in Missouri. Welcome to the show, my friend. How are you tonight? Doing good. This is a. I like the topic of Agartha. I think everybody does. It's really cool because, um, or just Hollow Earth in general. So I think everybody's heard about it by now and they're just, but there's just so much that there's so much to it to explore, you know, as, as far as, because people don't think about it all the time. But I was thinking a few things, you know, Joe, when he called in was talking about the, the eyes of the grays and everything and the aliens people report and, you know, the Nagas, the reptilian race people that are reported in like the Indian traditions, supposedly I've heard that they live like on subterranean in subterranean worlds and along with the hollow earth thing, but there's, and that the, you know, there's a kind of an animosity towards humanity and that they do abduct people from the surface and that they even eat them sometimes that kind of, cause people have heard about that with the dumbs, you know, like the deep underground bases, all this stuff going on with the underground. And then like the Bigfoots and the trolls and the Yotan and everything, people, the stories of them abducting children, and bringing them under the surface of the earth for different, but for different purposes, not to eat them, but to like train them or something like that. Cause I've heard that, that that race is somehow really wise and a part of the old race. And I don't know. So there's all these different mythos about it, that basically all these creatures that people encounter and all the different species of, or basically paranormal encounters in general, that they may be generating from the hollow earth, basically like even the mounds, Supposedly, I was hearing, I guess the mounds, you know, they're in Ireland and all over the world, really, you know, down in the in Mexico and well, all over the world, that they had uh, filled those in. Like the ones that you, like the mounds in Ireland, at least, they're talking about that, that those used to be entrances 
to some of the, ca- the cavern systems and that those systems go even deeper than that. So it's really strange. And then you have the idea that you have the outer crust, you know, and then basically our inner, you know, uh, you know, every, all the gases and all of that and all the different layers of rock and the cavern systems. And then you go below and the water, of course the waters, the oceans, but then you'd go below that. Eventually you're going to hit like, I guess in the hollow earth theory, like several different layers, almost like planets inside planets, you know, with atmospheres all of their own and magnetic fields, all their own. That's kind of the, the idea, I guess. And then it's really strange if you think about, you know, and that the Aurora, the Borealis is explained through, because of that, the gas that's escaping from the poles and everything. But one thing I thought was really, really strange was, you know, on the surface of the earth with the hollow earth theory, if it's true or whatever, cause I mean, it is ancient. It goes back with the, like every single um, ancient civilization has talk, has stories about it. But so say that gravity is actually, it's emanating, you know, from the earth on the surface of the earth and it's holding us down on the ground. And as you go deeper in that there might be two suns, maybe just one or at least one. <laughs> so say there's a, a center sun, but say you come in from the surface of the earth, you go below that and then you come into like an atmosphere and then they're living on the inside concave of that with the center sun, 24 hour sun and have less gravity. It would be weird if they're able to float and have learned to like move with the power of their minds or something because they have no gravity kind of like, like astronauts when they go up and they have no gravity. What if that, I mean, that would be, that's so strange. And then you think about the Vermanas, the Vamanas that they had in Indian imagery and things like that. And then the flying saucers that they're anti-gravity, it would make perfect sense that they would have that kind of technology because if they have no gravity in their world at the, at the hollow earth, then, because that would make sense if you come in from the, you know, the magnetic field and say the hollow earth has half gravity or, or no gravity on the surface really, or just, well, at least half gravity of some kind. Perhaps not. I don't know. But say that they've learned how to move. These beings or these people have learned to, they're floating, perpetually floating. Not only that, though, but they'd be exposed to sunlight 24 hours. So you could have giants and an enormous vegetation, even that, because it's 20, it, that makes a lot of sense. Because if you know up in, up in Alaska, they have the, 20, they have the, you know, the all night sun, the all day sun, that kind of thing going on. And their vegetation grows really big, like their fruits and vegetables. Their, their vegetables like cabbages enormous cabbages and things like that and then you think about the Jurassic world and everything the stories that they tell about that what if they're talking about stories from some world inside of the inner hollow world where everything's gotten really huge because it's got a 24-hour sun i don't know it's just it is amazing it's an amazing idea the hollow earth thing i've not i've always been fascinated by it but i'm so glad you brought it up because i was like oh yeah yeah i haven't thought about that much you know but it's it's crazy. Leave it to me. I'll, I'll bring up a weird stuff when you least expect it. <laughs> I'm glad somebody appreciates yeah. it. Yeah. I was like, what the heck? I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I was, they, uh, there's some, I heard, remember like, okay, like the Gobi, like Lumeria and Mu, that those people, that they had a, a war with, you know, some of the people that were living in one of the sub, you know, one of, one of the layers or something. And, so that these races too, some of them in some of these worlds may be the descendants of Lemuria, Lemuria and Mu, those worlds that sunk, you know, and that their entrances are somewhere out in the desert, you know, that goes into the whole, that star, 
uh, the portals, you know, the Stargate portal thing out in the deserts. Because they say you can't see some of these portals that are in the desert that they've, uh, they're masked, basically, like desert mirages type thing. So I don't know. There's just, anyway, though, I'm really glad you brought it up. And it's so cool hearing everybody's thoughts. And I was thinking about that anti-gravity thing. And that really, if they, if they don't experience gravity the same as we do, they're literally just like, it makes sense that they could create saucers and things like that. Or it would even explain people flying, people accounting for that, you know, that they've seen things like that. Exactly. Like, if, like yeah. they've evolved somehow to, to, to be able to defy gravity of some, of, in some way, whether it's technology or whether it's some sort of something going on there. I, I love the way you think right. you, you uh, not just go, okay, hollow earth, but you're like considering how this would play out like through, through time and through, right, through evolution and through maybe technological processes. And right, what happens if it does curve underneath and there's a sun in the middle? That's, that's really what this is about, right? It's about trying to consider if this is real, if this is possible. So uh, fantastic stuff as always. Jennifer. We have to consider it. <laughs> we have to consider it, even though it's like, oh, yeah, that's really wild. It's like everybody, everybody throughout history has considered it and mentioned it. <laughs> so we should definitely consider it still, you know, even though we've never seen it. But yeah, and- yeah I, I'm so glad you brought it up. I, I'm I'm glad you called and uh, shared with us. If everybody likes uh, Jennifer and her calls, please follow her YouTube channel. Scroll down. You can find it both on uh, YouTube and on Rockfin. Just uh, it says follow Jennifer here. Click it. Go give her a follow. Thank you so much for the call, Jennifer. Always a blast. Thank you, Mike. Have a great Have a good night. night. Bye. Thanks a lot. You too. There you go. There you go. Easy as that. Uh, you dial the phone number. We got Robert on deck. We're going to go to you in just a minute, Robert. Let's wrap this up on the radio and then uh, we'll give you plenty of time afterwards. So just hang tight for another couple minutes here. Uh, so there you go. So I don't know that as always, right? This is the question show. This is not the answer show. And uh, we, we do got to open our mind to consider the possibility of these things. If, if not, at least because people have been talking about it for hundreds or even thousands of years, right? Again, if you go back to like the, the 80s, remember the early 80s, late 70s, there was that show called Land of the Lost with the Slee Stacks, and they lived underground. They, they lived underground in caves, right? It was just caves, like Austin said when he first called tonight. You know, you look up the definition of the hollow earth, and it's, well, yeah, there's caves. Okay, yeah, there's caves. I'm sure that's fine. But what is at the bottom of the caves and that's what's going on so if you guys want to be uh, uh, part of this conversation we're going to go for a third hour here but as we finish up on the fringe fm you know the drill we don't have answers this isn't the answer show this is the question show this is where we get together and discuss all these things just um, food for thought just for uh, thought experiments just for drinking some maybe juice and having a fun conversation it's what all this is about uh, like i said believe what you want to and it's okay that's fine that's 100% cool by me because we're not trying to convince anybody of anything just trying to consider the possibilities so thanks again for listening thanks for all the fantastic calls as always thanks for all the amazing chat thanks for supporting the show you know what to do we have one more hour of Trouble Minds coming up uh, if you're listening on any of the platforms other than Fringe FM if you're listening on the Fringe FM stay tuned for Joe Roop Lighting the Void and of course as we finish be sure be strong be true. Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night. Hang tight, Robert. We're going to get to you in just one moment.
All right. We are now off the fringe, and we're going to skip the break here to get, uh, we're going to get Robert on the phone because he's been waiting for quite a while, and then we'll take the break after Robert's phone call. So let's do it. We're talking about uh, Flat Earth. Sorry, not Flat. I keep, I keep doing that. We're talking about Hollow Earth, Agartha, talking about uh, Operation High Jump, just talking about considering the possibilities of what actually lies beneath our feet. Are there civilizations? Is there space people could live in? And all the rest of this stuff. So thanks, Robert, for being patient. Thanks, everybody else, for all the amazing calls tonight. Let's go to our good friend, Robert in Pennsylvania. What's up, Robert? Welcome to the show. How are you, my man? I'm fine. Uh, and you? And you? Yeah, good. I hear you. Are I'm, you fine? I'm doing well. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, other than some technical issues earlier, we had, I don't know what's going on. I think somebody hit a, hit a pole out here or something, and so it knocked the internet out for about two hours. But we're good. We're good tonight. Everything's back on, and I'm feeling great, and uh, I hope you are too. Okay, I've got something here for you. All right, that that is part of is actually tied to this topic. All right, but it's it's you're always looking for something unique that other paranormal podcasters don't really talk about. All right, and that's what I posted in the chat. I'm going to give you a little background on this. All right. Back in the in the late forties, uh, there was a publisher named Ray Palmer. He was the publisher of Amazing Stories and also Fate Magazine. Well, back in the late forties, he just started getting these mysterious letters from a man that identified himself as Richard Shaver. All right, and this Richard Shaver in these letters, which uh, claimed that he had wandered into a cave, all right, and and it, a sub, it, and went down deep into the subterranean civilization. And, and, and I, he managed to escape from there, but what he encountered was a dark race, ancient race of beings uh, that he called the Dero, D-E-R-O. R-O, all right? And he claimed that in, in, in ancient times, long, maybe millions of years ago, there were two races on the earth, advanced races. One was the Tiro, and the other one was the Dero. Now, the Tiro decided to leave the earth, all right, because the radiation from the sun had gotten too bad for them. They couldn't deal with it. But the Dero escaped from the surface of the earth into these subterranean tunnels and can, and continue to exist today. And he claimed that the Dero, are, you know, there's machinery down in these subterranean uh, uh, caverns uh, and that they have machinery and, and, and they use this, this machinery uh, uh, in an evil way uh, to really just plague above ground dwellers because they really are jealous and hateful to anybody that's uh, that can still exist and you know uh, you know uh, outside the caves uh, on the on the earth. So they use these machines to to cause people to do stupid things. Uh, they use the machines to cause war, uh, different things like that. All right. Matter of fact, uh, the Skinwalker Ranch. You know, I'm aware that they that they supposedly came across this cave. 
and they were supposed to be daring to go into this cave or something. And 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 a lot of what's going on at the Skin Ranch, Skinwalker Ranch, may actually, uh, you know, like the cow, cattle mutilations, that sort of thing, may actually be the Dero. These Dero may be responsible for that. All right. Uh, yeah. What am I getting at? Um, no, I like so anyway, it. Anyway, you're looking at the Wikipedia page, and you'll notice there that sometimes they manage to get a hold of humans and drag them into the caves and, uh, for meat. All right. But the, 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 what's interesting is this: this was when 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 Palmer published these letters by Richard Shaver. It caused a sensation back in the late forties, right? And then it was revived in books written by different authors in the seventies. And then after that, pretty much the, the whole business vanished um, from discussion. So, what I'm suggesting to you is this is really something that would make a tremendously great. Trouble Mind Show. If you did a little bit of, and and the Wikipedia page is just the the prime, you know, to get get you started into getting a little familiar with what I'm talking about. Gotcha. Okay. So I've never actually heard of this. This is amazing. And it do, doesn't it kind of have a sort of similar vibe to H.G. Wells and the Time Machine? It kind of has that, doesn't it? The, is it the Morlock? Yeah, I, I, I'll note that. I, I'll note that. Those those what were they called the Give the name. Yeah, uh, sure it is. And matter of fact, you know, there, there's been a lot of skepticism about this guy, this this uh, uh, Richard Shaver, that uh, he had spent eight eight years in a psychiatric ward, that he was somewhat schizophrenic. Uh, but there's also true people who truly believe that 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 what he was saying is true, and and that's not your position. As, as as the host of your show to decide the truth. Anyway, yeah, I'm with you. Are you still there? Test one, two. Sounds like you cut out. Still there, Robert. Robert, Robert. Looks like my end, the technology's holding up. Cross your fingers for that. But Robert, you just cut out. Are you there? Test one, two. All right. If you want, you want to continue. I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop this line. It looks like the call dropped. If you want to call back, Robert, please do, and we'll, we'll put you back on to hear more of this. But this, is, this is fantastic. This is exactly the type of stuff, right? Some of these stories that do go back, and you know, uh, not, and not to say I want to, I want to clarify too what I was saying there. It, it reminded me of the story of the time machine with the Morlocks, H.G. Wells, that whole thing. So it, it not because there's similarities, you write it off. I'm just saying it seems, it seems, it seems familiar to me that story because of that. Because I, I wasn't familiar with the Dero and the Tiro, but I am. Familiar familiar with the Morlocks and that whole uh, HG Wells time machine situation. So uh, there you go. If you guys want to be part of the show, like I said, if you a uh, uh, great call as always from Robert and uh, you're welcome to call back if uh, you, you uh, want to try the phone line one more time. And uh, so, yeah, it looks like he's calling back. So let's try this and we'll get Robert back on here. 
uh, phone dropped and there you go so yeah interesting a uh, richard sharp shaver so we'll, we'll get robert back on in just one moment and we'll continue talking about this but uh we're going to keep doing this for another hour guys if you guys are interested we're talking about the flat earth uh, i keep doing it the, the hollow earth the hollow earth and uh not, not the flat earth the hollow earth and is is there something to this like there's a lot of stories that go back for quite some time and as we're, we're hearing here from robert the richard sharp shaver story which again is known as the the shaver mystery uh will be a fantastic show for the future so we will definitely do that and as you know this is the best part right we take uh we, we take uh submissions if you guys want to hear shows the mud floods and tartaria that was because Cl- our good buddy clayton from uh rockfin called in one night and started talking about it and so we did it um so that's what's going on that's what's happening with this and um there we are so uh let's get back to robert and let's keep on trucking with this robert welcome back can you hear me yeah uh, somehow the phone the, the connection dropped yeah. All okay. right. Uh, what I'm saying is that you're always looking for something unique. All right. And and whether this whether this uh, Ray Palmer was some kind of nut, uh, or you know the the the, the truth or, or the falsehood of the story uh, is not an issue with you. All right. The issue with you is a good story. Absolutely. All right? let's, let's get together and, and tell a good story. And 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 and, and, and you let and, and you let your listeners decide for themselves. So I just think that this would be a great uh, future. Um, uh, troubled mind show. I would certainly just love to hear this one. Okay, you got it. Uh, I've, I've put it in the Rolodex. It's officially there, and I promise you at some point soon we will get to this story, okay? Okay, sir. Uh, and good night, everybody. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Robert on Rockfin. He's uh, responsible for getting us on Rockfin. Thank you for the phone call. Uh, you can find his book, by the way. Scroll down. Uh, I, I put a link for his book. He's an author. Uh, wrote a book called Stories of a Fractured Mind. Uh, like I said, I know he gets a little uh, miffed with me when I plug his book because that's not why he calls. But uh, I think it's only decent because he uh, supports the show and has some great ideas. And, well, let's, uh, like I said, let's all succeed together. Uh, give, give Robert some love. Appreciate that phone call, my friend. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break and uh, get back to this. Like I said, we're going to go to Robert call and cut the break out, but then go to the break after. So we're going to take a two minute break here and we'll be back with more troubled minds in just a moment. So let's play some music for you and we'll do this. Let's see. Let's go here. Let's cut that. There we go. All right, so uh, that's the deal. Thank you so much for the call, Robert. Thanks, everybody, for uh, the information thus far. What are your thoughts on this? Do you believe that a actual Agartha sort of situation is real? The, the Hollow Earth is a, a real thing? What, what about uh, the time machine? What about the Morlocks? What about the uh, the Dero and the Tiro, as Robert has described? What about all this stuff? Uh, love to hear your thoughts, and if you, uh, you have ideas or... Uh, hypothesis, speculation, whatever you got. If you think it's all hocus pocus and BS, that's fine by me too. It's all good. It's all on the table. We're not trying to make a conclusion here. We're just trying to have a good conversation. So one more time, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. Two minutes more. Troubled Minds on the way. Be right back. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we're here just talking about uh, 
Hollow Earth. We're doing our thing, just hanging out, uh, talking about these these weird topics, weird ideas, drinking some maybe juice and considering the possibilities. And uh, amazing phone calls thus far, guys. I appreciate all the amazing input. Thank you for Robert for pointing us to a show coming up in the, fu- the future, the Dero and the Tiro. And once again, please uh, please uh, hook Robert up, Robert up and Jennifer and uh, Austin and all the folks that called in that have channels as well. Like I said, we're not competing. We're friends and we can succeed together. So uh, definitely give those folks some love and go go follow their channels. Links are all down below. You can find everybody uh, in the links below. And if they, if they have a YouTube channel, the easiest place to find them is if you scroll all the way down to the bottom of our YouTube channel. It has friends of troubled minds and you can find all the uh, individuals down there as well. So links galore. Uh, go go uh, give some love to the folks that uh, contribute to this show every night and uh, with all the amazing ideas and amazing phone calls. So thank you so much for that. Um, there you go. Ronald says, Mike doesn't buy maybe juice. He just rents it. There you go. He just rents it. Uh, there you go. And, and here's actually a link from uh, Robert in uh, over on Rockfin. So I'm going to put this in the other chat so you guys can see what he's talking about. This is called the uh, the true story of the Shaver and Inner Earth Mysteries. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. That's what we're talking about. There we go. All right. So so if you uh, you want to be part of the show, what are your thoughts on this whole inner earth stuff? Um, is it is it phony? Is it somewhere in between? Is it uh, is there something to it? I, th- I think that's uh, it's more compelling, right? When you when you kind of when you try and just suspend that disbelief and consider maybe right. Let's uh, that's the whole maybe juice theory here is maybe. And so, uh, you know, like uh, like Jennifer was describing, let's, you know, kind of think what it would be like if there was a sun in the middle of the earth. And what if what if right you 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 crawled underneath and were you know living inside and so the sun was still above you but you were living in some sort of uh, lesser gravity type of situation looking still looking up at the sun so so i don't know uh, interesting stuff to consider here and think about but uh what are your thoughts uh, the topic tonight of course is uh, hollow earth and what happens with hollow earth is it um is it uh, i don't know phony is it uh, fabricated is it uh, we can talk about uh, admiral bird and operation high jump we can talk about uh, agartha if you want to get into that all kinds of ways to kind of take this or just your theories as usual that's uh, that's part of what's going on here and why we do this why we get together and discuss this um, this interesting stuff i see you guys all, all joining the discord there appreciate that uh, and also if you want to be part of the show 702-957-1037 click on the discord link at troubledminds.org that's the official website and it'll give you a direct invite and there's only one rule guys look there's only one rule like just just be cool just be cool it's okay like it's okay to disagree with people and not get into like a knockdown drag out internet fight like like literally that's the only rule like put share your ideas and they may pique some interest in some other people and right that's how you get traction and you don't you don't get traction by screaming at people and telling them they're wrong and give them the fu and stuff like this so you know uh, we don't get it too much of that but literally that's the rule just don't be a dick don't be a dick there's only one rule don't don't call into the show and try and slander somebody or do it in the chat i mean it's it's not hard it's really not hard right i, I understand that most of the world operates on that level we don't here that's the whole point if we don't we get together and talk about weird stuff and it's sort of one of those safe spots where uh we're able to kind of get together and just talk (laughs) there you go there you go the rent's too high ronald says mike doesn't buy maybe juice he just rents it and robert says but the rent's too high and inflation don't get me started on inflation boy i tell you what i tell you what uh robert says why be a dero when you can be a hero 
there it is. <laughs> there it is, Robert. Uh, Ronald and the jokes. Ronald and the jokes on Rockfin. If you guys haven't joined the Rockfin yet, please do. Those links are down below as well. All right, so we got more here. There's more that we can talk about, but um, yeah, the phone number's up. I'm going to pull up an article or two, and we'll keep on trucking with, uh, with the Hollow Earth. Uh, let's see. What do we got? So uh, we'll get to that at some point. Thank you for that. Uh, again, Robert, the Richard Sharp Shaver and the, the Shaver Mystery. And, of course, the, the two races, the, here, the Dero and the Tiro that live under the earth. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Now, this is one from – this is called uh, a website called Exemplar.com. And we could talk about uh, Admiral Byrd a little bit. Like I said, I did pull up his, you know, his supposed diary. Um, and and uh, like somebody said, I think Mike D for Life in the chat said earlier on that we're – uh, it was it was proven to be let's say less than authentic the 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 Admiral Byrd uh, diary but we'll read some of that and see where some of this stuff comes from right and unfortunately that's the world we live in we're dealing with you know frauds we're dealing with uh, counterfeits we're dealing with fakes we're dealing with all this stuff right and it's got to make you wonder is is literally everything like this bizarre dystopia we live in all because of you know some people trying to make a buck you know a hundred years ago or two hundred years ago or you know whatever and this is all just been like a fraudulent um, experience, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. I'm not so sure of that. And, and that's part of why I think that, uh, especially with, like I always talk about, news cycles, information operations, and all the rest of this, that you don't think they would lean into these things and sort of make it difficult for us to discern the truth when some of this stuff should be easy, right? Um, easy to determine anyway. So uh, at least, you know, like I said, regarding uh, the hollow earth uh, and Admiral Byrd, right? So he says there was a huge, huge gap, not just on the North Pole, but also in the South Pole. And he saw them both with his own eyes and even flew into one by his own admission. Okay. And so is that real or is that not real? And I think that's the question here. So, so uh, what's up, HB? In the chat says, so is this subterranean theory just some sort of jive about just having food on the table? Uh, maybe, right? And that's what I mean. I think we have to consider those things. We have to cons- always consider we're being fooled in some capacity or another, right? Uh, because you never know. You just never know. Uh, you, if you consider that, uh, like, like the thing is, right? Like they say, is it? Uh, was it? Uh, who is it? Um, Mark Twain is a Mark Twain that said it's easier to fool somebody than it is to convince them they've been fooled because right the shame the shame of being fooled they'll they'll dig in and stick to their guns and say no I believe that because I believe that hey like if we let that second barrier go and just drop our pride and say look we're wrong we could be wrong and that's fine let's just talk about the possibilities here imagine what conversation would be without barriers my god uh, yeah, you know, like without without language. Imagine like on a telepathic level, it would just be, bam, like just communicate. So anyway, uh, we're talking about Hollow Earth tonight, and again, uh, we can get into this, the Admiral Bird stuff. We can get into Agartha. We can get into whatever it is you guys want to talk about. As you know, uh, open-ended, kind of uh, non-linear. We could talk about portals. Maybe it's uh, these ideas of Agartha and the inner Earth are not directly like you climb into a cave or a hole in the Earth. Maybe there's a portal situation where you climb into something like that, and it takes you to another place, some other place that's like... Um, you know, off Earth, uh, you know, very much like Stargate or something like that, Stargate SG-1 and those shows, Atlantis and all that, that maybe maybe you walk through some barrier, a waterfall or something, and on the other side, it's, it's not a, uh, you know, an actual hollow Earth, it's a, a different realm entirely. And so that type of stuff, right? That that's the type of stuff that uh, kind of makes my mind wander a little bit. Is uh, it, it, could this stuff be real? 
And so there you go. If you want to be part of the show, one more time, 702-957-1037. Do you believe Hollow Earth or you think it's a bunch of BS or somewhere in between? That's uh, that's the scope of the conversation tonight. And uh, let's go to, uh, looks like we got James and Kelly. James, I'm not sure how, what's up, Kelly? Thanks for showing up. Let's go to James, then we'll go to Kelly. James, welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? I saw him waiting there, so you guys can both jump on if you want, by the way. What ifs? It's all good. We're just talking about Hollow Earth. James and or Kelly. Testing one, two. What's up, brother? Hello there. Kelly. Kelly in Colorado. How you feeling, man? How are you tonight? What's on, brother? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Just, uh, just uh, doing, doing what we do, you know, hanging out, talking about weird shit. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, yeah, jumping on to late tonight again, but um, yeah, I just wanted to pop in as um, the whole theory of... Uh, I just want to go ready. I kind of iterate uh, Admiral Byrd when he first uh, went to the North Pole. He was just scanning. He was doing mapping for the for the government for the military, right? But that's when he went into the uh, Hollow Earth. It wasn't after because this is the thing when he went in there and he, you know he met the people that was down in there and they told him they don't like. Us surface people up here using nuclear weapons. That's when you know we were dropping like when World War One, or I meant World War Two, and we dropped the bombs, right? And well, they they told us they didn't like that shit. And the thing about it, that's when Admiral Byrd went to back to Washington, told the president, you know, this story. But the thing about it was, afterwards is when. You know, people would, you would think that if you come out of the, uh, you know, you're an admiral, right, of the, of the Navy, and you come out with some crazy-ass story like that, you would think that they would throw your ass in a padded room, right? No. They give him, him an armada to go to the South Pole, and that's where Operation High Jump is. So this is prior before Operation High Jump, what that story was before, you know, that he went into the, into the Hollow Earth was when he went to the North Pole. And speaking of... um. There's some scientists that believe that not only the Earth is hollow, but all planets are hollow. And the reason for that is one of them were stating that um, why that's why you see like um, like the aurora borealis like here in the United like here on the planet Earth. The other planets have it as well, and the reason for that is because you know they're hollow. They have two hollow spots, one on the top and one on the bottom. Not only because of the solar flares that come in through the atmosphere, but that is the reason why that most planets, if you see that on the top and bottom of the planet, that's where they're, you know, one, I said, I don't know what, how many years ago, but I ran across that where, you know, they're saying that all planets are hollow. <clears throat> I like it, man. I like it. Uh, I hadn't heard that one myself. We we did talk a little bit earlier about maybe the gases coming out of the, the, the top and the bottom of the planet, the poles, as it were, were... Uh, some sort of gas that was causing that that borealis. That's an old, that's a, one of those old theories back to the 1800s. Uh, so right, I mean that's the thing that they they say it's from the electromagnetic field and all the rest of this. And 
uh, clearly, you know, science has developed and changed, but it doesn't change the fact that we have some eyewitness accounts of people saying specifically, again, an admiral of the Navy, for crying out loud, that says, hey, there, I, w- I was in an airplane and I flew over this thing and I saw it with my own damn eyes, right? And so some, some of those accounts, well, uh, you know, uh, he, he, he made those statements. It wasn't just his fabricated diary. I think that maybe may have been embellished, but uh, he, he definitely was behind those statements. I think you can find him um, actually saying some of those things if you look hard enough. Yeah, because when it first happened back in the day, they even actually told him to shut up about it because, you know, they, they was... Because one of the things that he did see was like, you know, he was talking about lush, uh, uh, lush, uh, lush foliage, right? Like plant life and almost kind of like palm trees and shit like that, that when he ran across when he was in there. But yeah, I mean, I don't know about the whole sun thing. I, I would say that if there is an advanced civilization that's, you know, below us, you know, if you're going to go down, you know, the earth has problems mostly on the top. If you were going to be an inner dwelling, I wouldn't say that it was a sun. I would say that it would probably be like a um, an energy power unit, you know, kind of like a, uh, you know, what everybody wants as a free energy unit or something where it's just... Because if you take nuclear power and you condense it to where... Or you was to bring the two atoms to where they collide to where the explosion happens, right? Or detonation happens. But if you can get it close enough to where and it's virtually impossible I, I wouldn't say impossible but it's nearly, it's dangerous to, to attempt it, but if you can get it, that's where the, the, those atoms would neutralize and I'm trying to put it in a different word, but it, you know, they become stable. And then you would have free energy. But it's close to detonation. That's why it's really hard to even accomplish or even attempt. Because I'm pretty sure that's what, uh, maybe what the government was doing with the Navy and stuff out in the oceans, you know, and those islands out there. Or, you know, trying to get, maybe, you know, trying to find out if they could get to that, you know, back in the day. Maybe that's why, you know, the whole reason for these, you know, these uh, all these tests that the United States were doing because we were the ones that were actually detonating all those, the most out of any nation, you know, besides Russia. But, you know, they had the biggest one, but we had the most. And um, I don't know, man, if you can have a power unit, something like that, it's just like, you know, because if you go under a certain depth of ground, the ground and everything else is at a certain temperature. It's just the way it is. You know, the whole theory, too, that, like, you know, when through science that I all, you know, when I was going through class, I, I don't know, man. For me, it's hard to believe that, the, it, you know, the Earth is an iron core. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that but, that whole... Yeah, go ahead. Liquid metal. Liquid, yeah, that's what they call it, the iron, liquid iron or whatever. Yeah, and, and yeah. again, right, a lot of that it continues to change as they, they really don't know because we've never been that that far in there. It's just they're trying to figure out how that electromagnetic field works based on, you know, what we know about a smaller object. And you can make models and computer models and all the rest of that. Very much why, why I kind of don't like the, uh, the the climate alarmism with climate change and all that other crap, you know. Not clearly we're changing the earth. I keep saying that. But, you know, based on like these uh, short of saying fraudulent, saying flawed computer models with incomplete data, you know, you're going to get a flawed result. So, so I don't know, right? I think that's part 
part of this part of this whole thing with um I, I agree with you who knows what's in the center like it's 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 a hell of a theory and sure science kind of backs it up but well we don't really know and that's that's kind of not good enough is it <laughs> it's kind of not you know it's kind of the same theory with uh, with with volcanoes you know the whole thing that you learn with the school and they say it's a mantle and you know with the earth you know all the things twisting and whatever and it, you know, it's colliding, you know, the two, you know, the two plates or whatever, and it's causing this to, you know, but th- that's actually, they don't even know why volcanoes are even around in the first place. One of the theories was too, for like even earthquakes and some of the volcanoes is that like, that's one thing we were looking at with planets is our, our mantle. So like with earth, you know, they're saying that the earth's mantle was busted up, right? And that's whole theory, that's, you know, the science theory of it was, you know, that's how something collided and it spun off, made the moon, whatever. But the whole reason for the earthquakes and everything else is that the mantle has been broken up. And you got, you know, the, while the earth is spinning, you'll have those, you know, the 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 two plates, you know, colliding with each other and, you know, the, creating this upheaval. But, yeah, so unlike some of these other planets that, you know, they're, they're, you know, want to see kind of like, they're, you know, they're saying that the mantle is all solid. That's why you're in the, some of the, you're not really going to have earthquakes on some of these planets. Yeah. But, well, I mean, uh, that's what they say about, uh, uh about, uh, the moon, right? They say that it's a, a, a geologically inactive, it's tidally locked. And so it's kind of like a dead, a dead thing. It's a, right. It's not a planet, but they, they say it's dead, Right. But but who knows? Again, right? Like uh, until we until we get a drill up there, drill to the center of that MF, or how the hell are we supposed to know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, man. There's there's a few theories. So I don't know, man. I I kind of I wouldn't say I agree with the whole Earth theory. I mean, I could see it pos- a possibility to have it happen because you know there's many caves that we have. You know that a lot of these cave. Uh, you know, explorers have been, you know, around the world, you know, some of them, like, there's this one that's, I think, believe it's in Mexico or in, uh, in one of the, in Vietnam, but how it even happened was it was like a cave underneath it and the, the, the ceiling caved in, which we had all the, you know, the plant life was down in there or it was, was on top, you know, when it came down, it, you know, it was it, you know, inside the cave, it actually, you know, many years ago, so... Now it's like, you know, there's a whole jungle. It's a whole, it creates like a whole atmosphere inside there and shit. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, the ancients have been, you know, digging and been in caves for thousands of years. So who knows how far really go down and what you might find down in there. Yeah. And some of those old theories too, like, uh, you know, Tartarus or Hades or things like this, right? Gateways to the underworld. Maybe they saw something, right? And so, the, like, maybe they saw some something come in or come in or out of there, and was like, "Oh shit, right? Don't go in there." And they they you know wrote the story and told the stories, and you know who knows? I mean, that's the type of stuff when you when there's no technology around to kind of you know capture things on film or video or whatever else. I mean, even now we we have all that, and we still can't get like a solid picture of a UFO. So you know, it's like you you see something crazy, you're like, "Hey guys, come check this out," and you go back, and it's not there. Everybody thinks you're nuts. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, man. So I don't know, man. Like some of the things that I look at too is where um, I was going to say was like you know some of the ancient stories where 
like in uh, South America, and even uh, in the Hopi, where they said that they uh, there was some problems on the catastrophic on the surface, and they were taken into the earth by these ant people. You know, then you know they was down there for a few years, or I don't know how many generations, and then they came back out. In South America, they have ones where they said that you know, like there was a certain like all the uh, different races came out of a cave. And there was probably, I don't know, I think it was actually kind of like 12, I think, kind of like the 12 tribes of Israel. So like the, it's a, it's a, like they were, you know, and they came out of a cave, right? And so that's a lot of stories, too. I mean, ancient aliens have done a bunch of stuff on that, but, you know, some of the stuff is kind of crazy. About these caves and where, like Montezuma's, you know, some of that's where they think they took all the gold and stuff down into some of those caves and stuff, like underwater caves, too. You know, where some of these guys were even take uh, scuba diving gear. I mean, you know, they scuba dive under like, underwater in these caves, like in the ground and shit, man. Now, I don't know if I could do all that, but that's, some of the stuff they find is pretty incredible down there. So who knows, man, that there's all kinds of stuff we you don't even know under the ground, let alone in the ocean. Talk about that. Exactly, one hundred percent. Like that's like uh, Joe was saying when he called in. Uh, you know, the bottom of the ocean, they, they evolved some amazing things. So the the fact that life could be living underneath our feet doesn't doesn't really surprise too many people, does it? Have you seen Dune, by the way? No, I haven't seen the new one. I can't wait to see that one, though, man. That, was, that looks pretty good. Yeah, it looks pretty good. All right, speaking of things living under your feet, well, I won't give you any spoilers, but holy shit, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> That, that, that was done very well. You, you'll dig it. Uh, you're welcome to stay, Kelly. Uh, let's get to James. He's been waiting a bit here, but uh, you, you don't have to go. It's up to you, bro. I'll, I'll just put it on, uh, on mute for a minute. I'll okay. You're, uh, you're, you're welcome to hang out as long as you want. Uh, James. James, what's up, brother? Sorry about that. We, uh, we kind of got you guys crisscross applesauce as everybody was coming on. Welcome to the show. James Salcedo. What's going on, my brother? Oh, no. Happy to be here. You know, I um, I apparently my mic got muted at some point while I was doing stuff and so I was pressing the button and nothing was working. So nice. That was fun. But well, yeah, welcome to my life. Always pushing the button. <laughs> like, oh damn, this this was working yesterday. What the hell happened? Yeah. Well. Yeah. You got change one setting somewhere and then everything else gets messed up. Especially yeah. when you didn't know you did it. That's the worst. Now you got to go track down the whole chain of shit all the way back through and back around. And anyway, uh, we're boring people. What do you think about Hollow Earth, my man? The thing that I keep coming back to in all this is I've heard you do you know how you hear people that talk about energy and how energy moves through them and they're supposed to you're supposed to ground you're supposed to let energy go through you to the ground um I've heard that I've heard that's supposed to be like your negative energy you're supposed to let that go into the ground it makes me wonder how far down does it go and is there a connection to all those those ideas and thoughts about energy flowing from the top of a person out through the bottom or vice versa but in this case we'll just go with the the energy that goes down to the to the earth i just wonder about all that and just energy in general what is it all if there's some other race down there whether would they be aware of that energy and what would they be able to do with it that's a fantastic idea. So, so consider ourselves, and I'll take the analogy just a step further, as lightning rods. 
like you, you we've described uh, having your feet, bare feet in nature as a grounding process of sorts. And that's what you're describing. And maybe it's because there's something to do with uh, something happening underneath, maybe geomagnetically or whatever's going on. And I agree with you. If it's if there's some sort of grounding process happening, what does that look like below us? But then also, if we're sort of that lightning rod, and I like the idea of it coming from our brain and going going uh, up above as well. Like we have, we're kind of caught in that um, those those electromagnetic fields. That again, by the way, uh, we just talked about this on uh, the the news show just a couple of days ago. Uh, I think it was Friday that there's a. They found this electromagnetic field, this tunnel that, that, that encompasses the earth on both sides and stretches for light years. Like it's like, like it's part of that whole system, right? So if we're think of it as individuals, if we're that lightning rod and that energy is maybe tracing through our feet and also up through our head and we're sort of in between like a battery with two connections, the earth is the same way it seems like because they have on both ends of this thing a magnetic field just shooting out into space for literally like, I think they said like a thousand light years in both directions. I like the idea, man. I like the idea of uh, us being sort of in the middle of that maybe. And what, what does it look like when, when you go down to the middle of the earth? I don't know. Any ideas on that? Not really. I, I would just, that's the thing. It's hard to, we just don't know the, like you, like you and Kelly were talking about the, the models, there's models of how, people say that they think it is but then they don't know and and um i just wonder i mean you would think if these two i guess they'd be like giant pits you would think that if they couldn't go down too far without the planet being unstable in some way um i mean so are they really that deep because I feel like if they were that deep, wouldn't there be some kind of a danger of, like a structural danger for the entire planet? Yeah, well, exactly. It, it depends on exactly how it's set up. Like uh, that, like that one of those early theories, the 1800s sort of th- situation, they were talking about concentric globes within each other, right? And so, like, we're the outside, but then there's one slightly smaller inside and then smaller than that. And so, yeah, I mean, I guess it just depends on how it's all set up. And like, like Kelly was saying, too, some like volcanoes and all the rest of this stuff, or and like Joe was saying, like pockets of oil and, you know, carbon kind of embedded in, maybe in, in between those layers as you go down, if it's sort of like a layer type situation. Uh, who knows? Again, who knows, right? Like we've only drilled down so far, and it's so minuscule compared to how, how deep we could go. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I do like the idea of maybe a, a, another sun being in the middle of the earth. Uh, that's a pretty hot idea. <laughs> well, what can you do? I mean, that's another energy source that's, that's supposed to last for how many millions of years usually? Uh, so billions, even billions, billions. Yeah. 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 So who knows? I don't know. I do agree that it would be, there'd have to be some, that I would love to know how that would work having a sun within a planet like that's just i i don't i mean i mean i'm not i don't know much about science so i I have no idea how that would i don't even know how things work outside of the planet so i'm just thinking about that is really interesting damn it james i want answers i want the truth (laughs) i know nothing i always say that fair enough fair enough fair enough all right speak no evil 
Fair enough. Okay, so the thing is, though, the thing with this is, is uh, it is it is fun to think about. Like, and and you got to consider if there was like an actual uh, like like maybe underground thing going on with a hollow earth and maybe there was a civilization being there uh they would be in danger right if they can't if they tried to contact us because we would be all freaked out wouldn't we we would be like we would consider them aliens or even though they'd be natives and maybe even like the the true natives of this planet who knows we would still be like super hostile because well human's gonna human right <laughs> shoot first and ask questions later yeah and i mean I, I do wonder, again, about all those whatever is supposedly in the Earth. There are stories about things coming out of the Earth. I mean, and there are stories about modern cryptids going into it. It's just, it's so hard to know. And I I would just, it's, um, then there's people disappearing at different places. And so, I, I, as I, with everything else, I think um, the connections to everything are always interesting. Um but yeah, and and again with the the whole Admiral, Admiral Bird thing, that that um that's a fascinating thing. Um, I I didn't know that he had been basically like committed to a was he committed to an asylum? You said or someone said? Uh, I'm not sure of that. Uh, I think that was one of our first callers tonight. I, I don't know. I don't know if that that was the case. Um, but but uh, let's see. Who uh, did you know about that, Kelly? Was he actually committed? Yeah. I said that it, what I said is that um, you would think that they would throw him in a padded room after he came out of the you know hollow earth with stories like that. But no, they didn't do that. What they did is they gave him an armada and you know sent him down south to Operation High Jump. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry, I, I missed that part. But yeah, I mean, I heard it, but I didn't process it right. But yeah, no, that's that does make sense and. Um, but then, yeah, I mean, because if you're, if, if, but if you put him away like that, then that could, I guess it wouldn't maybe arouse suspicion right away, but it would eventually, I would think, too. So, but that is interesting that even instead of just having him retire or whatever, basically become less prominent, they did that. They sent him on another mission. That's really interesting. Yeah, there's another there's another tie in here too uh, regarding cover ups and whatnot. I just saw this uh, doing just a quick search on was Admiral Byrd insane, right? Let's just type that in. Look at the crazy stuff you get. <laughs> but uh, uh, you guys remember the name James Forrestal? He was uh, the very oh, first. Yes. Um, yeah, he was the very first uh, Secretary of Defense, and he supposedly went insane and committed suicide, jumped out of a window, and in, in like in a in a hospital. Um, but uh, they have a so his name came up because of course they have a photograph here of him shaking hands with none other than you guessed it, Admiral Bird, <laughs> Admirable, ad, uh, the admirable Admiral Bird. Yes, interesting. I'll link this if you guys haven't seen this. But yeah, uh, James Forstall. That's a, that's an interesting tale too that uh, kind of fits into the the whole Roswell thing and uh, now of course Operation High Jump and uh, what kind of cover ups are actually being perpetrated, right? I think, and I think that's what makes people suspicious, right? Crazy. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, definitely. I've heard about that just from different UFO shows over the years. That's definitely a name that pops up. Yeah, I, th I think he was the... Oh, I'll check that real quick. Uh, that was just from memory. Uh, my memory seems to conflate things sometimes. That's why I like to double check. But I think he was actually the very first Secretary of Defense. I'll just verify that real fast. But have you heard of that guy, right, Kelly? James Forrestal? 
Oh yeah, he's uh, he's major uh, navy. They got ships named after him. He was a uh, Forrestal was a uh, he was like um, he had to do with a lot of uh, military things on the ocean and stuff. But um, yeah, he was uh, the thing about Forrestal too was uh, what's interesting to me was yeah that whole story that saying he went he went crazy, which which is a lie because he was actually part of. An early UFO project or some shit like that, and he wanted to—he was actually wanted to come out and tell the public. And they threw his ass. They they put his ass in a hospital, and then they threw his ass out the fucking window. Yeah, they killed his ass. That yeah. wasn't it, it, I mean, because like they even had—he has. They showed like you know when they did an investigation, there's like claw marks where he was you know trying to you know pull himself back inside. Yeah, they threw his ass out the window. They killed him. Yeah, and so double checking, my memory serves correct. He was the first United States Secretary of Defense. That was uh, September seventeenth, nineteen forty-seven, to March twenty-eighth, nineteen forty-nine. So yeah, interesting. I didn't uh, expect to bring him up in this conversation, but I did search uh, <laughs> Admiral Byrd insane, and look what comes up: James Forrestal. <laughs> Wouldn't you know it? Shaking, shaking hands together in a photograph. Hmm. Weird. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so uh, so we got uh, Tam Bam on the line here. We got Austin as well. Let's uh, let's go. Uh, we had Austin a race. Let's go to Tam Bam. Hang tight, Austin. We'll get with you in just a sec. Uh, let's go to Tam. Let's see if we can get Tam Bam onto the show properly this time, without bouncing back and forth. Tam, let's wor- let's work this out. Are you there? Test one two. All right, let's try this again. Test one two. Tam Tam Bam Tam Bam. Hello hello. Hi how are you? Hello. Well, uh, well, I'd like to know what you believe about uh, the hollow earth. How are you this evening or this morning? I'm, I'm good, thanks. Good, good. No complaints. Right on. Okay. Welcome, welcome to so, the minds. You got Kelly, James, and myself here. All the best players. Cool. There you go. Um, <clears throat> I love hollow earth theory. I really, really do. I think it's fascinating. I've... I've actually, I should be studying it or researching it a lot more, but over the years, you know, life. But from what I know and what I've researched is that it's, a, it's not just one person or a few people or whatever. There's a few hundreds, thousands, hundreds and or even thousands of people who really do believe that this is true because there's so much information regarding hollow earth. And one of the stories I was actually reading the other day was, you know about these two kids um, who were, their skin color was green, and they came, uh, I think they were, uh, they, they came from out of nowhere into the small village, and um, the, the little, it was a little boy and a little girl, and the little boy died because he got sick, and, uh, and they spoke some, um, like, weird, uh, an unrecognizable language. So, so, there's two theories for that. So, either they're little aliens who... I don't know, got teleported from their planets or whatever the case is, or they could be from inner Earth. Now, from, like I said, so from my research, I know that there is, there's different areas that are protected, different um, entrances to inner Earth. And one of them is um, in Tibet, where the monks are. Um, and that is pretty much uh, why it's so secluded and so protected there, because they're protecting the entrance to hollow Earth. Now, obviously, the two ones are in North and South Pole. Um, Admiral Byrd, you know, like you said earlier, I mean, he, I, mean I haven't been listening to the whole show, but um, his is, is a very well-known documented account. 
And another entrance um, is in the uh, Grand Canyon. So there's a story about this guy who went um, trailing around the Grand Canyon and he actually got lost, from separated from his group or something like that. And he found this weird entrance. And so he walked in and into this cavernous place um, and he stumbled across a smaller, I think it's a smaller cave, and he climbed through and he met these inner earth beings, but it wasn't too far in. So, and then he um, spent what he said is about two days with them and he fell in love with one of the the natives there. And he just, he said to him, she, uh, apparently he said to them and her, I have to go sort out my, finish my life because she invited him to come and live with her in an earth. And he said, well, I have to go finish off my life and close some chapters and just make sure, you know, I can come back and no one will worry about me. And um, so he left. And when he came back a few days later, the cabin was gone. He looked at the location. He tracked the GPS. He did his whole thing, but he couldn't find the entrance. And he waited there for days and days and he couldn't find this entrance. And he never heard from them again. So it could also be a mysterious, uh, magical thing. Um, you know, taking from his story that the entrances might change as well. So yeah. there's another entrance. So, yeah, so, sorry? So it's not a physical entrance. It's like a, like we were describing a little bit previously. Like a, It could be a portal-type entrance. Like these things kind of open and close at different times or whatever, right? Or maybe you need to do something to bring them about. Like we were talking about that not just just before you showed up even – that the the earth has this these these funnels these electromagnetic funnels that stretch light years out into into space surrounding the earth itself from two points so like like almost like you would expect a portal system to be right so so interesting anyway yeah. go right ahead no that's no, that's definitely you know true and um it, it does sound far fetched but so does aliens and so does demons and, and things like that when you have a personal encounter and that person and that person shares a story you kind of have to gather that there's some sort of truth to it so um then uh the apparently when you go to inner earth this is now another documented thing this is when admiral i don't know how much you read of admiral bird but when he flew in it was there's an actual map and one of where he landed what i, I think if i'm correct he landed in Ag 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 agatha or agatha agatha yep yeah so, and, um, you know, um, I don't know, he described, I think, or someone described how these beings actually live and how they eat. So they don't eat like we eat every day to survive or whatever. They work on their chakras, if anything, are opposite to ours. So they're, um, the way they feed is through, it's more of a mental thing. And um, they communicate telepathically and they're not very sexual beings they're more uh, it's more intimate than that it's it's not such a physical if i can say violent um act and um the babies take a lot longer to develop and to grow and to be born um how much of that is true i don't really know but it does you know when it, it must be a bit different because our pressures the pressure must be a lot different compared to inner earth um and then i researched so uh, how how would volcanoes and all these things work 
um, and magma and underground tunnels work within our Earth. And they, it was kind of a, a story of, well, if there's an inner Earth sun, it would make sense if you get an outer sun and an inner Earth sun that would form kind of a barrier of where two ends of magnificent heat would melt, you know, melt rock or melt whatever, and that would cause a surface level volcano. volcano. Um, and, you know, no one's been to the core of the earth. So what can we really, really say what is down there? So there has to be some kind of truth to the theory because people don't actually have the mental capacity to make up anything from fresh air. It's always, you know, know. a broken... I can make up some ridiculous shit. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. But it is always stemmed from something. So if you think of... Basis and, and some reality, exactly, yeah. I got you. It, yeah. So it's very difficult to invent something that's out of the ordinary that no one has ever thought of because it always stems from a small idea or a pinprick of an idea that you can uh, venture off into that tangent. So who would, why would someone come up with the inner earth if there wasn't like a big fat hole in North Pole, South Pole? Yeah, well, and Admiral Bird saw. If they say that, exactly, if they say they saw it with their own eyes, so we we can get to that. Like uh, the 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 actual uh, account of Admiral Bird is supposedly his diary. If you guys haven't read it, I'm going to link it here. Yes, but it, uh, it it is unclear if this has been fabricated. I think is part of the problem with this, and part of part of why we talk about this the way we do is because you you can never know, right? If you've been fooled. But so, uh, a lot of the things you're saying, I think, are from his diary. And so I don't know what to think. I don't know if it can be traced back to him or if, you know, very much like last night. I don't know if you caught the Halloween show. And if you didn't, it's okay. There was a there an actual um, uh, like like uh, wrote a supposedly channeling Mark Twain on a Ouija board after he passed away. Oh, yes. And we're writing like a, a novel through Mark Twain from the the other ether or whatever, and then right, and then selling it under the name Mark Twain. You know what I'm saying? So it's like sort of those situations. There are people that are like that. I'm not saying it isn't Mark Twain, but I'm saying probably it isn't Mark Twain. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, right. And then Jay, sorry, Karen. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. And then Jay said it would take you a long time to write a book from using a Ouija board. I mean, who's got that time? Yeah, no, exactly. And the carpal tunnel. Uh, like, imagine you have to go. You have to like, get letter by letter. Holy shit! To write a novel. My goodness, my elbows ache just thinking about it. Yeah, it, it seems yeah. unlikely. Let's say it seems unlikely. Yeah, but pretty anyway, much. It's, point, point being, there's people out there that would trick us. That's my point. So let's we we can't be. It is. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you're in the right is. place for that. I just have to point it out from time to no, time. For sure. People think I'm insane. <laughs> uh, I get that often. That's okay. Um, so it, it really is, and it also could be stemmed from a broken telephone situation. You know, you never know what the initial person saw or heard or whatever, and you don't know if that person was high on drugs or there's altitude sickness or whatever the case is from Admiral, but you just don't know what happened at that time. So, but I do know, I want to know, hearsay, that, you know, Admiral Bird did come back fighting UFOs along with a platoon of, of fighter jets. So... And there, there's theories running around that um, Hitler escaped and went to, because um, he discovered, uh, also with all his research, because that was his main, you know, 
goal was to find all uh, ancient artifacts and, and all these things to build sources, whatever. And um, he found uh, information leading to inner earth. And that's, a lot of people say that's where he escaped to. He escaped to um, at, um, Antarctica and he is living in a cave with inner earth people or whatever, with how many of his cronies. Yeah. That's another theory. Yes, and uh, and and that's interesting too. That uh, with with flat, uh, I, keep, I keep wanting to say flat with hollow earth. There's a, there's a ton of theories here. There's a ton of things. Like even going back, right? Like uh, ancient civilizations been there for a long ass time. I uh, know. Uh, what, what do you guys got for Tam, Kelly, or James? Um, if I can jump in here, that's really interesting about the the beings that are under the ground. They're taking in energy instead of eating it kind of gets back to what i was saying earlier about how there are so many in philosophies and, and practices and things how we're supposed to ground ourselves and send energy down to the ground again where does that energy go to um that was the that was the first thing and also i love the idea of that it makes sense in a way that if there's some kind of a inner sun what if if the volcanoes that's just some of that sun's excess whatever coming up through the earth oh exactly so it's you know it just lends to the theory that there's there, there's something and it, i choose for me i probably in my lifetime will never go to mars or the moon or whatever so and i can't live in an earth where there's just it's just earth you live you you, you sleep you eat you die and work so I choose to believe in my supernatural, and, and that is hollow earth. And knowing me, when I retire, I'm probably going to make my way to a cave and try to find it. If I'm going to die, I'm going to die. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not talk about dying. Come on now. You're, you're, you're bringing me down, Tam. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, 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 like I died conviction. on a quest. I, I like your conviction. Like you're you're going to find it, hell or high water, right? I like it. <laughs> A girl has to hope, you know. Yeah, why not, right? And we we got to have something to look forward to for sure. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Exactly. So 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 you do th- you do think there's something to these flat earth? Uh, sorry, I keep saying flat uh, uh, hollow earth theories. It's it's so on my mind, right? Flat earth, flat earth, flat earth, flat <laughs> earth. It's like it's like it's always like that that weight on the back of my neck. Like, are you going to talk about flat earth, Mike? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But but anyway. <laughs> hey, Mike, have you heard of flat earth? Uh, 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 hollow Earth, Hollow Earth, Hollow Earth. That's what we're talking about tonight. I, I keep it, it's that Freudian slip. I just keep saying it. Anyway, we'll get it's into okay. that another time. We'll get into that at a completely other time. I'm just working up to it. But okay, so 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 it, so I, I guess all of us agree that it, it it seems possible. It seems like this is plausible that there's something going on below our feet. And as you know, clearly we can't drill deep enough to really verify any of those things. But I mean, there are some stories. There's some stories that go back a long way, not just for you know to to the to the point of you know Admiral Byrd in 1947. But we're talking about thousands of years we're talking about mythology and these these caves or whatever that go down to you know the portal to the actual underworld sort of situation so i don't know i don't know we're, we're wind, getting down to the end here so so let's uh let's get some final thoughts and we'll get austin in here and finish the sucker up who wants to begin well i just want to um with tam that story that was the children of wool pit those yes. green children and now that you were talking about it, yeah, he was, they were saying that, uh, I know the little boy died, but the little girl, they explained that they were 
the uh, Middle Earth. I guess they were following sheep into a cave, and then they came out our side, you know, and they were, yeah, they looked green. Trip, But you would think that if, you know, you're not getting a lot of sun or something, you would, you know, of course your skin would change, maybe have a different color or even paler, pale looking or something. But yeah, I actually, now that you that, Tammy, uh, Tam, I was telling, I was thinking about this. Um, I had a search for in one of my favorites on uh, YouTube, but it was, um, it's a guy, he does these interviews, right? And he's apologist, but he, he was, he's talking with a guy, his name was, says his name is, uh, Colonel, uh, Woodrow, I think it is. I posted on Facebook or on uh, Discord. It's about an hour and some long. And yes, there, he was claiming that there is other places that go into Middle Earth. And one of them was in, um, I want to go to is actually, it's Washington State. It's on Mount Rainier, at one of the foothills. He says, he was explaining, if you watch the video, he'll explain it, but you, um, you go to the, the base of it to where this area is at, and you're, it, you can't see the entrance. It just looks like the side of the mountain. And he, if I, I meant I'd have to look in my notes, but I have a ton of notes, man, where, but anyway, you, you chant this thing, you have a saying that you say, and you have to say it like seven times. And then it says, then the final thing is I'm like, oh, uh, a place to hollow earth. And that wall or whatever that you can't see opens up and it's, I don't know if you would call it a, if you would call it a, you know, like a, like it's a, uh, like, looks like a side of the wall, like a, a fake, a gram, you know, like green screen or something. But yeah, it opens up and you're supposed to go down there. The guy is pretty trippy because he's a real tall guy, blonde hair, long blonde hair. And, and he almost has the same story as this story, as the, the kids of Woolpit. Because he talks about that he was, um, him and his sister came here, here on the surface of the earth. Right, and he went into the military. His sister went back, went into the military, and yeah, that's why he's a colonel. He ended up being retired as a colonel. But he, this, the interview is a you know, like I said, it's about an hour and a half long, but it's pretty interesting. And yeah, there's different places that he says that are on planet Earth that you can get into. Yeah, interesting. If if you have a um a uh link to that, I'd love to see it. Can you can you share that? You said you do have it. Yeah, I actually posted it in Discord on uh, in the uh, general. Okay, gotcha. All right, thank you. Already on it. Already ahead of me. Ahead of the game. I appreciate it, Kelly. Well, Great stuff as always. Yeah. <laughs> yeah other That's than that, super exciting. I, yeah. Other than that, I you know I kind of agree with her too because it was you know like I was talking earlier that. Man, there's just many stories of, like I said, I'm the ancient guy. So I like I look at stuff, and there's there's all kinds of stories like that. That you know that you know they went underground. I mean, look at the they could hold thousand cattle, all kinds of shit. It's like they were living there for you know they planned on living there for a very. It's interesting, man. Agreed. Agreed. Hundred percent. That's why we talk about this shit. You know, Kelly, you're in the right place. You're in the right place. All right, Tam. Tam, you're up, and we'll go to James, and then uh, we'll we'll get Austin in here. And it looks like we got one more call as well. 
You're on the spot today. Okay, you so, hate this part. You hate this part, <laughs> but you're good at it. Good I hate it. this. Okay, so the inner earth people, um, they say, are very peaceful, very loving, very good people. But I think that was just an Agatha. So, um, obviously, they, uh, they say there's different continents to inner, inner earth as well with the oceans that are there as well. So, um, um, the one thing that I, <laughs> I know it sounds weird, but the one thing I always tell my kid, you know, you explore the world, go and do what you have to do, but never go in a cave. Because, you know, we know what, well, I think oh, what's down there as well is other species who are not kind, who are not nice, and you don't know what's actually down there in, in true spirit. So, um, yeah, that's, stay out the caves. Don't go underground. Don't do it. Don't, all right. Don't don't go in a group. Don't do it. I'm with you. Uh, make sure you have a uh, ex- expedition team and uh, a, a camera crew. Buddy. And, and then yeah. and then you got to find the aliens. All right. Fantastic. Great stuff. Thank, thanks, Dan, for the phone call. Everybody, follow Tam Bam. You can actually scroll down uh, both on Rockfin and on YouTube. She's got her Instagram link there. Follow Tam. She's doing amazing things, and uh, a YouTube channel may be on the way. Thanks, Tam. You're the best. Okay. Thanks, guys. Bye. Pleasure's ours, James. Yeah, I just think uh, it comes down to always be open to possibilities, always be learning things whenever you can, and but always be careful. Be careful. Don't don't go into the cave. Stay away from the cave. All right, let's go to the phone call, and then we'll get Austin on here, and we'll finish this sucker up. Looks like we got uh, HB. HB, man, welcome back to the show. What's going on, man? I, I, I think you are a fan of Hollow Earth, and I dig it. Uh, a fan? A fan. Well, I'm definitely a follower. I'm definitely a follower of everybody who has anything to say about Hollow Earth because it might be the most exciting topic to grace, you know, Western. Uh, I would have to say this is a mostly Western scientific topic. You know, I don't hear much about Hollow Earth in the Eastern scientific top or pseudoscientific topics, but I would have to say it's so exciting that. It's like it uh, it triggers something in me that I'm, I'm, I almost feel certain that they have to be right. There really must actually be some sort of hollow thing happening to this earth, even though there is, I have no reason to believe. I have no reason. There's, there's not sufficient evidence to lead me to believe that we have a big old hollow space in the planet. But uh, then again, you're talking to a guy, I believe that the moon is hollow. You can't convince me it isn't. <laughs> it's simply out of question. It's, HB. It's the moon is hollow. HB. The yeah. moon. The moon is not hollow. It's Swiss cheese, brother. Come on, man. Let's get this. No, <laughs> you're, that's nonsense. That's <laughs> right, a different right. kind of cheese, and it is hollow. And stop. You're wrong. All right. All right. Fair enough. So, I, I concede. I concede okay. this time. Um, I concede. I'm going to let you go. This is a great topic. I'm glad you had all all of these opinions out here tonight. And I and I hope that they find many more opportunities to lend their opinions again. Absolutely. Thank you. God willing, we got tomorrow. You're the best, HB. Thanks for participating. Thanks for all the great calls. There you go. There you go. All right. Let's get Austin in here and let's roll this sucker out. Uh, so uh, let's finish. Uh, what's up, guys? How is everybody? I hope everybody finds yourselves well on Monday night. And yeah, so expect uh, a Troubled Minds news tomorrow at uh, this normal time, 3 p.m. I'm going to try and get the same thing going. We had an internet issue today, so there you go. Uh, we'll just bump it to Tuesday, and then uh, tomorrow will be the long day. But uh, what's up? What's up, Austin? Welcome back if you're there. 
Okay, I think we got that Discord ghost thing happening. Okay, all right. So uh, let's wrap it up. What do you guys think? What uh, What are your What are your uh, any, any anything else you want to add to this before we uh, finish this sucker up? You guys, I know I already asked you, but uh, I'm about to play some music and you know plug some things and do the things and all the things. But uh, you're still here, so anything else? Anybody else? Anything else you'd like to hear in future shows? How about that? We had a great one from Robert uh, suggesting that the story of. I have it here. I'll, uh, I can't remember exactly because my brain works in, in short doses, if you know what I mean. But uh, anything else? Uh, anybody out there? Test one, two. Um, yeah, man, I'm here. I'm still here with you, Mike. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Some of these theories are pretty, uh, it's like uh, James was saying, you, you find some of these weird cryptics. You know, they, they come and going, just like a lot of, you know, it almost kind of reminds me of, like, you know, science claims that all these animals are, are uh, extinct, and then, you know, 30 years later, oh, look, lo and behold, we found a bird that, you know, said it was extinct or an animal. You know, I've always posted that stuff on Discord, too, because it seems to be happening a lot. You know what I mean? Like, supposedly extinct, and then, and some of these things were gone for, you know, quite some time, not just, you know, a couple of years. And next, you know, they're finding, you know, a bunch of these animals, you know, or having sightings of them. So who knows where these things are coming and going, you know? The portals are just kind of like the kids, like we talked earlier, the kids of Wolf Pit. I mean, you know, Admiral Bird, you have all the stories, you know, the Middle East, Hopi, Hopi tribe. And, you know, with the Ant people, you have the Southern South American stories of, you know, in Peru and, you know, Aztec and Mayans, you know, they have, you know, all the underground, and then you have Egypt, too, with, like, you know, Anubis with the underground, or, and it's not really, I don't know if they would say, you know, a lot of people would try to say that it would, you know, claim hell or whatnot, or, they call it the underworld, though, you know, so it's not really, it's not saying, they're not saying it's hell, but, well, one last thing, too, was, um, yeah, the, I, they're, deepest drill hole is in Russia. Yes. And, and I think, I believe it was, I don't know, because they go by meters at four miles deep. And they, I believe they stuck a microphone down there and they claim to hear people screaming or whatnot, but I don't know. I heard the recording and it kind of just sounded, it could be, but then it could not be. Other than that, man, it's always a possibility of what on this on the show so always keep an open mind man you guys take care out there amen brother you too that's kelly in colorado a uh, long time friend of the show appreciate it my friend uh, uh james james salcedo paranormal let's get the hell out of here my friend you want to, you got some outros for us you want to spit some hot fire as we roll this everybody follow salcedo paranormal on uh podbean you can find the the links down below both on rockfin and on youtube just scroll down says follow james there it is follow james give him some love he does a paranormal podcast three times a week and uh let's get the hell out of here my friend let's do it i'm gonna play some music you're up no pressure i think (laughs) no pressure yeah no i think the disappearing and appearing people and and other creatures to me that's the most interesting thing in a way because where, where, what is, where are they coming and going from? Yeah, exactly. Is it portals? Is it caves? Is it wh- whatever the hell's going on, right? Same thing like, uh, 
uh, Skinwalker Ranch. Like that, that topic keeps coming up, right? Like the UFOs and the Skinwalkers and the Ghost Wolves and all kinds of whack shit going on over there. What is that? Is that, is that a dimensional portal? Is there is there some sort of like hidden cave there that kind of opens and closes? Who the hell knows? Who the hell knows? James, you're the best. Everybody give James a follow. We did a podcast yesterday if you want to check that out. He had more of a sort of he interviewed me situation. So if you're interested in more of that format, want to know more about that, go check out James's show, Par- Salcedo Paranormal, and uh, you can find the links right down below. Thank you, James. You're the best. I appreciate you. As always, thanks for spending your time with us. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the great calls. Thank you. All right. Now we finish. All right. So uh, God, uh, the bad news is we're done for tonight. The good news is, God willing, we got tomorrow. So we'll be back tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Pacific with more Troubled Minds, and we're going to keep on trucking, talking about weird shit. And if you guys are into it and want to hear about uh, this, that, or the other thing, we take show submissions. Just uh, send it over to me if you want to be on the show. You guys are all invited. You guys know the drill. Uh, just please uh, uh, contact me on Discord, troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. You can reach me at troubledmindsradio at gmail. And uh, there you go. Just send me some good stuff, and we'll, we'll talk about it, and we'll get you on the show. Or just uh, get your stories, get your ideas for a show in the future. So there it is. As we finish, you know the drill. As we do our thing, finish out before the howls, it goes like this. What's up, Mboli? I see you there. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks, thanks uh, Zen Wen. How you doing? I see you guys. What's up, Night Stalker? Hope you got a nice nap. Welcome, my man. What's up, Lily? I see you there. Great chat, as always. Appreciate you guys. Here's the thing. Be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night. night stalker (laughs) have a good one guys it's finally time to start firing up the grill from city to shore acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season download the acme app the shop for this season's essentials any way you want open the acme app clip your deals then order your items online An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.